0: Hey, I'm JR from the 18 Over Par with Mike and JR podcast, exploring the sights, stories, and sounds of golf on the prairies, where you'll find some of the most golf courses per capita of anywhere in the world and beer. Lots of beer. 18 Over Par is proudly presented by Jamie Wilkie and the new Winnipeg Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Pulling up to the clubhouse in a ride that looks half as good as your golf attire just isn't cutting it. It's time to improve your ride and your drive you can purchase a new or used vehicle from jamie wilkie at the new winnipeg dodge in the point west auto park and the former manitoba amateur champ will take you for a round at breezy bend so now pulling up to the clubhouse won't be so damn embarrassing and neither will your golf game you can book your test drive today at winnipegdodge.com just ask for jamie wilkie you can also check him out on episode two of the 18 over par podcast he'll certainly be happy to see you You can also find them on social media. So make sure you improve your ride and your drive. And the only place to do that, the new Winnipeg Dodge. They're different. You can check them out, winnipegdodge.com. It's the 18 Over Par podcast with Mike and Jr. You suck, you duck-ass. Welcome to 18 Over Par with Mike and Jr. proudly driven by Jamie Wilkie and the new Winnipeg Dodge in the Point West Auto Park. I'm Jr. he's Mike. And today, we're joined by Glenn Mills, director of golf at Assiniboine Golf Club. He's played across the Great White North as well as all over the U.S. You can find him in just about every pro-am in the province and occasionally behind the desk at AGC. All right, super excited again. Uh, This has been a long time coming. We have uh, Glenn Mills, director of golf at Assiniboine Golf Club, my old stomping grounds. Uh, We were talking beforehand. I still haven't made my way out here this year. Having a golf podcast is the least Mm. I've golfed, which uh, is ironic, Yes, but uh, nonetheless, uh, we want to give a shout out to Jamie Wilkie and the fine folks at the new Winnipeg Dodge in the Point West Auto Park. Wilkie used to haunt this place a lot. I think this is where his best score was, 61. Shot 61 as a junior here. Went on to win the uh, amateur when he was with Glendale at the time. And now he's slinging cars. And he's got a Jeep Wagoneer, so you can go drive it with him. He doesn't have a Jeep he Wagoneer. He does no, <laughs> I saw
1: Mike's eyes. <laughs> he's like, what? Milky, if you're listening, come, come pick me up. <laughs> yeah. Take a ride in the Wagoneer. <laughs> you can check uh, him
0: and the Wagoneer out at winnipegdodge.com. As well, another person who haunts. Cinnaboy and Golf Club is Nick from the Nick and Nicky group of DQs. And Glenn, you can get yourself an 8-inch custom DQ cake just for coming on the show. You can find them at DQ Northgate, DQ Polo Park, which is right by Cinnaboy and Golf Club. You can literally drive straight down Ness mm. right through the mall
1: and pick up yourself a DQ cake. Yeah, stop or at the parking lot. Stop. Yeah, you might want to stop. <laughs> and uh, there's a coupon. Coupon on the... Uh on the scorecard, yes. isn't that right? Excellent. Yeah,
2: there, there is. What, There's
0: a lot. Two of. for one. Two for one. Yeah, two for one. And yes. you were mentioning uh, he's out here supporting the juniors and.
2: There is, Help yeah, well, he's got, he's got 20,000 uh coupons on our scorecard, so he's, <laughs> he's well supported in the community. But uh, Nick does a lot of things for the club. He uh, we got 20 juniors uh, right now doing clinics three weeks in a row, and he's been bringing ice cream out for the kids, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah nice. and uh, I've got a pro am this week, and he's uh, giving ice cream to the guys because even guys still like ice cream, absolutely. Oh, yeah, it doesn't
1: matter how old you are. What a nice guy! I, I had happy. a blizzard today. What a nice, saint. yeah, yes. so
0: that's it was a warm day. Okay. Yes, I got myself a Blizzard. So yeah, DQ Northgate, DQ Polo Park in the food court, DQ niverville and DQ St Anne's Road. Follow them on Instagram at DQ Manitoba.
2: Now I'm not sure if I'm supposed to say this is a you know a, a nice little thing for Nick, but apparently if you order a Blizzard through Skip the Dishes or mm-hmm. offsite, it's actually better. Oh, they it's- have to freeze it, <laughs> so Ooh, it's actually it's actually colder. Wow. Um, I don't, I'm not sure if I was supposed to, you know, give that little sneak oh, I think tidbit yeah, out there, right. but uh, it's a good back if you actually, tip. yeah, if you want a, a colder blizzard mm-hmm. um, or any ice cream, because they have to, you know, obviously who, who knows how long the driver's got to drive to deliver. Mm-hmm, right. I never um, thought of that. So, yeah, so they, it's actually gets it uh, colder mm-hmm. and more it's frozen. Like, uh, Harder, if you like that. <laughs> Well, I know a lot of people who Just like it tip. harder
0: there, Glenn, but uh, <laughs> we won't
2: get into that. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know is, this, is this a PG
1: show or, <laughs> or is nope. it R-rated? It's explicit. <laughs> yeah. so PG-14. <laughs> yeah.
0: We had we had Timmy G on a couple weeks ago. We were talking about butt plugs, dildos, oh, yeah, all of that.
1: That went south real quick. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Not a surprise there, but uh, yeah. well, we'll maybe touch on uh, you going south as in uh, the southern states. Uh, but first, let's wind back the clock and start it off with when you actually got into golf. And if you remember when you got the Gulf I do um,
2: I started with my uh, my grandfather actually oh. um, we used to go to a small little town called Hartney, Manitoba. It's about a town of 500 people. That's where my dad is from and wow. my grandfather, obviously. Mm-hmm. Does it, it still exist? It still exists. Okay. It's is, still there. Where is Hartney? It's yeah. about 50 minutes from Brandon. Oh, uh, it's okay. in between, and then it's closer to Surrus Manitoba. All right. Oh. So Surrus has a nine-hole golf course. Deloraine has a nine-hole mm-hmm. golf course. And then Hartney still has a nine-hole golf course. Wow. Mm. But when I grew up, it was sand greens when I played. Nice. Oh. So, yeah, that's why. that's how I learned. Uh, the first time, I mean, it was, I mean, dating myself, but when we went there, the clubhouse, there was no, you know, pro shop or people working. It was just a (laughs) small town golf course, right? Right. So, uh, if you had a membership, you wrote your name down in the book uh, that you were there. And if you weren't, then you put a, a, I'm pretty sure, uh, it was 50 cents or a dollar, I can't remember, to play, nine holes. And you would put it in a box, and then you push it in, and Mm -hmm. then pull it. Amazing. Yeah, it was crazy.
1: That was it. And and we've, uh, we've talked about San greens yeah. before. Yeah, with Sandy Curceba. Yeah. And uh, somebody else. Oh, uh, Brian Munns. Right. because okay. He's from yeah. Saskatchewan. There's supposed to be a lot of sand greens on Saskatchewan. He only is. played yeah. one sand course. But was there like there's a grate on the green and you kind of after you putt, you got you a, don't
2: have the grate um, when you're putting like it's just it's like a, a roller, but it's okay. only maybe two inches thick. 3 inches thick. Yeah. Oh. And so you and so you just roll it uh-huh. where you want to pot. And then you, it's like a nice little path. Yeah. And you put the ball back in the middle yeah. and putt it.
1: And it's like hard sand.
2: It's hard sand, but it's, uh, so you could hit a bunker. Sh- like today you could hit it, easily hit a bunker. Like probably our, some of our sands uh, is about the similar. Cool. So, yeah, but you, it, that's what it is. And then they would, they would rake it at, you know, the, the, the maintenance crew or mm-hmm. the one guy that there was working there. Um, <laughs> when he wasn't cutting, he was, you know, he'd rake the greens in the morning and like, Raking—that's what it was—and yeah. then uh, oh, that's, you know—and then you be cutting or whatever. That's so, so
1: interesting. Yeah.
2: yeah, it's it was it's it, it is cool. And then you would oil it, right? Uh, so it always had a kind of like an oil smell to it oh, right. um, to keep it um, a certain uh, like texture, I guess, so, more solid or yeah. Harder? I mean, I was ten. I mean, I don't right. know. I mean, it's just like <laughs> what, it's was, <laughs> uh,
1: what was the percentage of oil
2: per sand? Yeah, like, Did you
1: measure that at ten automo- years old? Realm, right? And Anyways, was, uh, one day I want. To get it was to a cool a course. course
2: I mean there was a highway on the right and there was a big uh, a lake on the uh, or river on the mm-hmm. left so it was uh, cool. it was it, I'll never forget the course I must have played it you know hundreds of times when I a kid I had a you know routine where I'd play nine holes in the morning with my grandma or my grandpa mm-hmm. sometimes both um, and then uh, I would either we'd go home for lunch and then I'd go play nine then I'd go swim in the pool oh, the rest wow. of the afternoon and then Jeez. have dinner go back Play nine holes that night, either by myself or one of my grandparents would go. Life was was, so much better at that. That was yeah, yeah. and then we play hide and go seek in the whole town. (laughs) I'm not kidding, the whole town. There was a perimeter (laughs) of the town, and you like we played until ten (laughs) o'clock. I might go 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 move there now. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) it was it was it was a a lot of fun. Yeah, I just thought of
0: sand of like the sand greens and putting oil on them. I think like people who would smoke. Like when that light on fire? <laughs>
2: oh,
1: I don't think it was try. I don't concentrate. Try. It. Back
2: to Mike's question. I don't think that texture of oil was that high. Like, I don't think anybody was going to explode. Yeah, but uh, it wasn't dangerous it wasn't jet fuel. Yeah. yeah, I know. I wasn't smoking at ten, so I wasn't too worried about it. That started at fourteen. Yeah, that Mel-Z? was that was later. Yeah, yeah. But that wow. was that's my first uh, so. experience, and that's I didn't really get serious like. Join a club. I joined a private club when I was uh, 16. So from that, from 10 till 15, it Mm -hmm. was just summer golf. Fundamentals were taught by your grandparents. Uh, whatever fundamentals you want to think I had, I mean, it's just we just play golf. We just mm-hmm. grab grip, it. you know, a few little, yeah, like hold it this way, or mm-hmm. you know, the the one thing I always remember, my grandfather says, is, "Keep your head down," or I'm going to tie a cowbell around your neck and hold it Ooh. down with a Whoa. weight. That, that was the only thing that I kind of got from him. But uh, um, yeah, so I mean, what I didn't. I do for I uh, junior clinics now. You no. see all the kids down there. With I don't think on. the parents would be very <laughs> pleased with that these days. I mean, I used to take a bike to school. Now parents ride, drive their kids right, everywhere, yeah. right? Yeah, so you can't do that anymore. Parents are a little bit more hands-on these days, mm-hmm. so. Um, yeah, we certainly yeah. are. Yeah. So I didn't really learn fundamentals until prob- when I joined Southwood, like okay. with junior, like we the had original so, Southwood, the original Southwood. Yes, I don't. The other Southwood, uh, that's a, that's a trumped-up Bloomberg now. So. <laughs> trumped-up.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> that is uh, true. If
2: you compare <laughs> oh, it to it's like a link style. Turnberry a, yeah. and it it link is style. what it is, yeah. right? It's it's very well manicured. It's nice. I, I have I still know lots of members there that I was there when I was a junior and stuff, but uh mm. it's completely different than what um the original Southwood was yeah. and what I grew mm-hmm. up with. So you have a kinship to that, not not what what it is now. Right. So right? is that
0: when you moved to to Winnipeg then? And that's
2: um, when you started
0: playing Southwood?
2: Yeah, well, I mean I we, we always lived in Winnipeg, oh, but okay. my parents were from a, the small town. Like and my mom was in a an even smaller town cuz the she was a she grew up on the farm. So Oh, all right. So if I wasn't golfing, I was at the farm, you know, raking hay in a tractor. So <laughs> wow. that was my summers. I always always laugh with these kids today. I'm like, you know how much I used to make I I did like 150 hours in the summer you know, raking um, you know, Fields with the tractor. Jeez. I got uh, my grand, my uncle gave me a check for 150 bucks for the summer. I got a buck an hour. That's what I got. <laughs> Listening to CKY in the tractor for 12 hours a day <laughs> when you're like 12. Child labor. Gotta yeah. love it. There nope. was no, you know, there's no like podcast that <laughs> you could listen to. I wasn't putting my speakers on or, you know, my iPhone or nothing. Right. There was your, nothing. Your AirPods. CKY. Yeah. yeah. And hopefully the tractor's AC worked because otherwise it was even worse. So. And by AC, you just mean wind. Yes, yes. No, they, they, they had, even that then, yeah, they had uh, little, you know, hoods and stuff. So, yeah. yeah. No, it was good. That's but that's, awesome. it was a simpler time,
0: right? So. Yeah. Well, even when I started here, I think I started at 575. Yeah. And so, like you'd you'd come home, you come home with like fifty bucks after a long day of work, and you'd be like, "Sweet!" Wow, is that still w- were when you Were was pretty when, cheap.
2: When you worked in the back shop, did you get tips back at that point? So
0: that okay. started a couple years after. So there was uh, the late uh, Rick McCall. Yeah. Uh, and so what he started to do is he put out a little box on the desk, and that started a couple years after I started, and that's when okay. we started getting tips. But. No one ever would come in and you know give us a dollar or nothing. give us fifty cents, nothing like that. It was basically just clean the clubs.
2: You got spit on, and that was about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, Rick is, Rick was still here when I took a right. for Dale. Yeah. So and he still put out the box for for people to to get tips and stuff like that. Yeah, and but it was, was it was curious. a nice touch.
0: Yeah, it was it was a nice touch because yeah, I don't remember ever getting that, but I do remember um, that you'd sometimes you get to go to some of the adult parties that were uh, held up here mm. in the restaurant, uh, which we are recording from. Yeah, yes. golf club. I forgot the, to mention we are we are recording at a Golf Club, which is nice.
1: Yeah, live live recording, live recording Saturday Night live, 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 live. live. Yeah, yes. <laughs> we got one one guy here and a dog and a dog and a dog. yes yeah. Yeah. A nice yeah. clubhouse you have here. And let me reel it reel it back. you gonna go here back in okay. time? Can we? Can we? Yeah, and sure. I'll have a sip of a. If of a you beer. said no, you, then I'd still do it. But <laughs> so we, yeah, we start in Hartley, Hartley, Manitoba. You said Hart. Hartney. Hartney. Hart Hart-ney. Hartney. Hartney. So you're starting play golf and then you mu- you then you get to Southwood and then you're developing your game there somebody must have been coaching you there and mm-hmm. then and then uh, then how do you get where you are today I guess like you well must, I mean it you-
2: comes from Southwood I mean I grew up at a time when uh, golf for juniors was still pretty um, strong mm-hmm. like mean meaning that like you had to get your entry in for the junior tournaments uh like, weeks in advance or you weren't getting in. Right. Like, it was always yeah. full. Right. And uh, you had to shoot 77s to make the cut. Whoa. Jeez. Now you shoot 77s. Kid, some kids are you're close gonna win. to the top 10. Yeah. Well, they're not going right. to win, but they're in the top 10. Oh, you're going to win. Right? The top, <laughs> the top kids are... <laughs> There's maybe three or four or five kids that can, juniors that can win, mm-hmm. right. right? And the rest is, uh, it, it's just, it's more isolated now. But back mm-hmm. then, I mean, when we're, I grew up at, so we had like 40 kids that show up that all could probably, had the capability of breaking 80 on right. any oh, given wow. day, you know, and then we had, like- you know, Todd Fanning, which everybody knows is mental. I mean, he was yeah. like the best, but he wasn't even the best then. It was David oh. White, in my opinion, oh. back at that time. Okay. I mean, Todd's accomplished way more, but i mean sure Todd was here right now. He would tell you that uh, David was extremely talented. Well, we um, have Todd on the line. Yeah, no, no. so we better call him. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get a text from him shortly going, well, yeah, yeah. Hey, Glenn, what yeah. do you What mean? are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, Todd, Todd is obviously an amazing golfer, but I'm just, uh, you know, when, when I was that age, uh, mm. David uh, White was very, very talented. So, mm. but that's, uh, but either way, there was uh, you know a couple of pros there at the time, and it's, you know, we did our junior clinics, and so you learn from better players and you watch the pros. But uh, mm. what ended up happening is like I just I wanted to see if I could get better at at golf, and I was like mm. 19, and I I was originally going to go. I looked at them. I mean, just a kid. I was like, I want to go somewhere and get right. better. Sure. Right. So I looked at like North Carolina, looked at Florida, looked at California, and then um, for, I kind of college. Or, just no, just, just to go down to and to get better. Lift. I wasn't oh. even good enough for college. Okay. I mean, okay. they, but, like Fanning and those guys were going to college. Like okay. Fanning was going to Ohio State. I mean, wow. I yeah. couldn't, you know, like if we I played, uh, I went to Fort Richmond uh, Collegiate and where Tog went. And then if I made the golf team, I was like, you know, the sixth player. I was <laughs> the, like the last guy. And if I broke 80, I played played good. If I shot Mm -hmm. 78, 79, that was a good day for me. I'd happy Mm -hmm. like Todd would, a you know, he's shooting 68. Right. So (laughs) it was, it wasn't even, there wasn't any comparison there. So I knew I needed to get better if I wanted to do anything. So, um, I had to, so long story short, I just basically, um, had decided I was going to go down to, um, North Carolina. I thought it would be cool. I was going to go like Pinehurst, that area. And I was going to, I thought that would be neat. And, So one of the members at Southwood said, well, you should look at Texas because there's this really sweet golf course you could go down to uh, and had the PGA championship And At that time, you could get a membership for 200 bucks for the month. Whoa. For the month, unlimited golf. I'm like, sure, Like it's in my budget. I can Mm -hmm. do that. Right. And then my parents, I mean, I was still, I was, I don't even think I was 19 yet. I was closing in on 19 and, um, or I can't remember, 18, 19. And, uh my parents weren't too keen on me going down to the United States by myself, <laughs> not knowing anybody. So, but I said like, whatever, I want to get better at golf. Yeah. So um, apparently I have relatives in Plano, Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, so my Mother. Shout out to the listeners
1: in Plano, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Plano, Texas.
2: <laughs> it's actually a very nice place. Very windy, but uh, so my mom, uh, I kind of like appeased my my mom and just said, you know, I'll go I'll go check out this other place in Texas. Because it's. she felt like I was in San Antonio where this place was, in San Antonio, yeah. Texas. So Dallas is about, whatever, four hours <clears throat> away by car yeah. or something like that. I can't remember exactly. But um, so I said, I'll go to Plano. I'll meet. Like it was her cousins Like I'd never met them In my life And right. so But I said I'll go I'm showing up I'm showing up I'm gonna go there I mean this is Like this is a pretty good story I know it's taking longer Than I wanted to But uh, No I uh, At the time, time I had a A 67 Cougar This is oh. what I had I was working at Safeway when What was Sa- her name? Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh just
2: kidding Mike you're <laughs> sorry. Good? Shout out to sorry. the Palomino Club yeah. Well that was later 67 no. <laughs> Cougar Who made yeah. the Cougar? Uh, Mercury Cougar Mercury oh. Very, very Similar to a, a Mustang, right? Right, it was right. The the you know because cool. it's the same Ford Yeah. Example, you just right. The but they had the se- sequential lights in the back, and they had the the right. lights that they flipped up. Oh, I up. think I remember. Yeah, that's pretty. It was a pretty cool car, and I I mean I was working at Safeway at the time, and Safeway back then paid really good money. Like right. I mean I was I was making I don't even like even back then 14, 15 bucks an hour. Whoa! Nice. Like that was a lot of money. Yeah. Back. Like that's, that's crazy. That's like early eighties. Mid eighty. Like I was making insane. Yeah. So it was that was a de- another decision I didn't <laughs> want. To lose my job, so hmm. my mom was a lifer at Safeway, so she talked to the managers, and they gave me a six-month leave of absence so that I could go right. do this. And you drove, right? so you drove down there. So I drive down there, I get to the border, and at that time I had the Joe Dirt look, like the long <laughs> looks. I get to the border, I'm like 19, and I'm in the Cougar, and it's like vroom, 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 and I'm at the border, and they're like, "Where are you going?" <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. "I'm going down to Texas. I'm playing golf." Uh, with what money? How you, what are you doing down yeah. there? Like, how are you going to survive? Like, you know, right. Pull over here. Oh, no. So I was at the border for, I'm not kidding, six, seven hours. Like <laughs> they're grilling me what I was going to do, how much money I had, how I was going to live down wow. there, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But they finally let me go. So I get to Plano, Texas again, roll up to Plano, never met these relatives, roll in with long hair and my 67 mm-hmm. Cougar and like, ding, 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 you know, like, <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Hello. So I, I stayed with them for a couple of weeks, played some golf there, got to know them a little bit. And then I said, I, I got to go. I want to get down to San Antonio. So I roll into San Antonio and I just stay at uh, some motel six for a week. I get like a week rate because I want to look for a place, mm, but I, right. I got to need a place till I look for a place. So I roll into the golf course the next day after I got settled, I roll in there and I'm like, it's uh, it was actually called Pecan Valley. It had the 1968 PGA Championship there. Mm. Uh, Julius Burroughs beat uh, Nicholas, I think, uh, or no, Palmer. Oh beat wow! Beat Palmer on the on the on the last hole. So, awesome golf course, uh, and uh, I had a couple Texas Opens there as well. So I roll in there, and I'm like, okay. So I go to the pro shop, go to the front desk, and then I go, uh, yeah, I, you know, I'm here from Canada. Some friends had told me about this $200 membership deal, and the guy's like, no, no, we don't do that. I'm like, what? I just drove 1,500 miles. <laughs> and I'm like, well, what's the deal? He says, well, we don't do memberships anymore. I said, well, what's the green fee? It's like 50 bucks. Oh, that was God. like, wow. cause it was yeah, a higher angle, yeah. 50 bucks. I'm like, I can't do that. <laughs> and I'm like, no, now I'm like, and I didn't even have any words. I'm like a 19 year old kid. Right. Yep. I'm like, all right. So I like walk out of the pro shop. i like, what the hell am I gonna do? <laughs> yeah. So um, I end up, uh, you know, looking in the yellow pages and uh, there's no
1: internet right. like mm-hmm. so well, I was going to stop you I'm blown away even getting to Texas in a car navigating the internet mm-hmm. interstate system yeah. without Google or like MapQuest yeah. and just you're just, ro- looking just a road map yeah. yeah. like I would miss so many turnoffs but, but
2: it was so. pretty good back even back then there was only like one interstate that went straight to, it was one interstate straight to Kansas City so I couldn't really screw it up and, right. then the, and then and okay. then the I thirty five from Kansas City goes right to Dallas. Okay. So it was only two highways. Okay. So I was like, I just Good. you know tried to be. I didn't know off road. Like there wasn't going to take any side roads. I, I took the longest route, but the safest route. Right. Um, I mean, I mean, because I, I who know And the thing, Cougar is not like it was great on gas. So it was like, uh, it's not like I was <laughs> going to be <laughs> but, you know
1: yeah.
2: going for stretches. And who knows if I was going to even make it down there? So that was another.
1: Uh, thing to work. Yes, it was ten cents a gallon.
2: Well it wasn't that <laughs> just kidding. I don't know so, what it was. So you it open was less than a buck. I you know o- that. You open the yellow pages. Yeah, so I look at I was I look at the municipal courses. I mean obviously I grew up in Winnipeg and you know, we have municipal yeah. courses. Those are the cheapest ones mm-hmm. and I'll see okay what their deal is. So um so they had this place called uh, Willow Creek, which is like 20, maybe 15 minutes south of Pecan Valley. So Sounds nice. I go it was it yeah. was actually I get there and then it's really Really nice, and uh, it was like the green fee was only like twenty-two bucks or something. It was sweet. It was not better than not fifty. Way better than fifty. <laughs> yeah. So then I, I talk into the, you know, I talk into the the guy in the pro shop. He goes, "Well, we also have this deal for the month, mm. uh, like a monthly membership, and you can play all six municipal courses."
1: Oh, like, wow. oh, well, that's I said that's deal. awesome. How yeah. much is
2: that? Eighty-nine bucks. Jeez. 89 bucks, (laughs) sign me up. I'm like, but the kicker was Mm -hmm. there was a quarter water fee. A quarter. Uh. Twenty-five cent water fee every time you played. Oh okay. so if I played thirty times, I was gonna have to play thirty times twenty-five cents. Right, so another yeah, right. whatever, $10,
1: water, 12 bucks. Water for the course or water for you? the course. No, no, yeah. I mean I'm <laughs> just gotta, just, gotta no. stay hydrated <laughs> on yeah, that course.
2: <laughs> well, I mean it's just like a user fee, just like right, the co- like sense. the city yeah. right now is contemplating when the lease is up at this place that they want to charge every golfer a buck mm-hmm. uh, or two dollars user fee on oh, okay. top of the green thing. Interesting. So that's come that's possibly coming yeah. down the, down the line, but that was their way back then to, mm-hmm. you know, if you do whatever, 30,000 rounds or 40,000 rounds times a quarter, right. I mean it helps supplement some water. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yep. So that was the deal. And so anyway, I it's just, uh, I'm playing and I'm playing these different golf courses and I like a weekend I meet this guy. <laughs> older gentleman, just got paired up with him, and I'm playing with him, and uh, he goes, you know, I give him the story, tell him what I'm doing, and he goes, well, Pecan Valley? He says, I marshal at Pecan Valley. He goes, you want to marshal at Pecan Valley? Uh I go, (laughs) yeah, yeah. yeah." "Yeah." So, (laughs) he get, like, within a week or so, I went back down there, see the same pros, and then, like, Mm -hmm. uh, and they said, yeah, you you can marshal here. So, I marshaled twice a week for free golf. (laughs) So, Yeah. So it was great. Uh, So I ended up doing that after my, you know, my one month up, but even at 89 bucks and the (laughs) the courses there at that time were just as good as anything we had here. Right. right? So, um, were you sleeping in the
1: Cougar or where were you staying? That's the funniest (laughs) part.
2: So (laughs) I I found a place that was close to Pecan Valley. It was, um, 170 bucks a month bachelor apartment.
0: Nice. Wow now, that'd be nice
2: Yeah it wasn't in the Great it wasn't a great Area no, but it hard. had um, like it Had it, it didn't even have It really a bed it was Like a pull-out couch and uh, But mm. it was for that was Their version of furnished And yeah. so yeah. Um, <laughs> but it had a Shower and uh, it had a TV And I had like that's all I mm-hmm. that's needed. All you need. so that's, I, I, that's all I Was looking for so and There was a it's called H E B back then but it Was uh, like a Safeway or a Superstore it was like right we were right beside the park, oh, lot. So it was nice. like, that was my routine. So yeah. basically I'd get up at six in the morning, go to the course, stay there till dark, come home, walk over to the HEB, get something to eat, come back, watch TV for a couple hours, go to bed. That was what I did for six months. Wow. Like every day. I didn't, there was no anything else. That's all I did. So, Jeez. um, so
0: that's how you became,
2: that's how yeah. I got my <laughs> handicap down. I got from that, I got it down to about a two handicap in that, time, six month time frame. So, and then over the years I've met, you know, just even in San Antonio, I, um, got to meet so many good, uh, tour players and stuff. Like, uh, um, I always give this, uh, um, trivia question to mm-hmm. people all the time. Like, uh, I'm one of the few guys I know I played golf with a guy that played in the U S open and golf and tennis. Oh, but, what? Yeah. that not, not many people know who he is. <laughs> Bo Jackson. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> will ever get it, right? So, but yeah. Um, but his name was Frank Connor, but he played okay. on the PGA Tour for years. Yeah. And just not not, not a big name player or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think he finished second a couple times and, you know, a bunch of top 10 finishes. But he never, um, mm-hmm. to my knowledge, I think he might have won like one event, but I don't even remember because it's mm-hmm. so long ago. But He's American? He's from the American. Yeah. I was yeah, was from the States. And yeah. so he um, he would play at uh Pecan Valley a lot when he was in town and um, Rex Caldwell played on the tour for for years and Jaime Gomez played on the tour mm. for for years and uh, so he's got lots of, he told me lots of stories about uh, on the tour but there was a lot of times that I played some we got into some money games with those guys that <laughs> yeah. were all you know and they knew uh, you know I wasn't as good as them right. but I mean it, we would play Wolf or whatever mm-hmm. else and it was a good way to learn from you know tour players. Right? Mm. They were obviously way better than me, but <laughs> so, yeah. So it was a good experience to learn on a, on a championship golf course. Yeah. Right? like incredible.
0: Yeah. Really in I mean, just that experience alone, I think would kind of put anyone over the top or at least oh, put yeah. you out there compared to, I guess, like the competition, if you would have stayed here compared to that it would have been a totally different, totally different game.
2: I got, I mean, I had lots of, I mean, I wish I had done it before. Like I, uh, actually I must've been 19 because I went first year university. I went to U of M for the first year. So I went after U of M. So I was 19 at the time when I went and, uh, I, I got good enough that I, uh, um, the guy that helped me originally, he was really good friends with, uh, one of the, um, deans at University of Houston. So he actually got me a tryout um, at the University of Houston. So I'm talking to the golf coach at the time. It's Keith, I can't remember, Keith Fergus, I think is, was was another tour player that, Mm -hmm. Quit playing on the tour and went to um, coach c- coach at the University of Houston Cougars, right? Where Couples went and Nance right. and all those guys, wow. right? So your car awesome. would have fit in well there. Yeah, it would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm talking to the coach and he's like, "Okay, well, did you go to university in Canada?" But I'm like, "Oh yeah, I went for one year." He says, "Well, oh. your eligibility clock is already right. And I'm like, mm. you know, like that was like, fuck me moment. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, not fuck you. Why, screw like, the NCAA. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because if I hadn't done it, I yeah. would have had a way better right. opportunity. Mm-hmm. But he just, he told me plank blank. He says, you can come try out and everything else like that. But he says, um, we're not taking guys that only have like two years of eligibility. Yeah, that yeah, makes sense. At that time, mm-hmm. they weren't doing it, right? Mm-hmm. Because they were still taking people from like Sweden and Germany. Oh, wow, and everything. Yeah. Like, oh, like, So you're competing against the world is really what it yeah, is. Yeah. I I mean, and, I, and they want I, whether I years, was going to make it yeah. or not is irrelevant. Yeah. But it, uh, my thought process: what is what is even if I didn't make the team, it maybe I could have got a recommendation to a uh, smaller right. school mm-hmm. or even a junior college mm-hmm. or something like that. Right. Um, but when You only got two years left, you, there's really what, nothing was going to happen. I knew that, mm-hmm. like, it just because, and, I, and then I go, Well, how much does it cost to go there? And it was like back then, it was like 15 to 17,000 US. <laughs> I'm like, No chance, like, that's not gonna happen. Safeway's yeah. not paying enough, yeah. Pay, Safeway is not paying me enough for that. scholarship, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So,
0: do you, do you remember the sticks you were playing back then?
2: Um, well, I mean, uh, I know, uh, one of the first really good sets that I got was uh, the Wilson Staff uh, fluid feel. They oh. had that little fluid feel at the bottom, and they were a blade. Mm. I played with those for a long time. And then I, I bought some Acuforms, which Halderson and... like You you probably had some yeah, of those. Oh, yeah. and, and those were super soft. Like They were really a nice feel. But, I mean, if you started compressing the ball too much, they... They bent, right? <laughs> you know, and then you're playing with ballada balls, which uh, that if you got six holes out of it, yeah, you were, you're pretty jacked, right? right? You're always excited if you even got to nine and you're like, you're looking at your ball and you're going, okay, it's, I think yeah. it's pretty round. Yeah. It's got no cuts in it. I'm good, right? I because was they were soft. Super yeah. soft. Yeah. Like you could, if uh, you like, if you bladed one shot, it was done. Right. <laughs> right, like it was big smile in it. Like people have no idea what they were like back then. Mm-hmm. I mean, and like that was my favorite ball. The top played
0: Zibolata. I think they were like twenty bucks a dozen yeah. back then. And, and those really were firm, yeah. relatively yeah. speaking. Okay. right?
2: Like those mm-hmm. were firm mm-hmm. balls. Like uh, compared to what the Titleist uh, Bladders were back in the day. Right. Like right. you did not play eighteen holes with the bladder ball. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't happen. But they, and that's just the way it was. So, you know, but you're playing with, I mean, I grew up with persimmon woods and like, that's not, uh, uh that's not even kids today. don't even have a clue what that is. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Me included.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, just woods, right?
0: <laughs> They're actually woods. Yeah. That's what they call them. Metals now. Like, uh, this, like a
2: three wood. wood, a three wood right. was our driver. Like oh. that was the size of a driver.
1: Okay. Back then. Yeah. You are talking about wooden three woods and drivers. I have a few yeah. of those. I've tried to hit them. <laughs> Yeah. well, isn't your basement just full of all those? I have a little collection. <laughs>
2: yeah, like I even got in the business at the time where you still had to learn um, how to like re re twine a, a bottom of the club, right? Like you I've seen to, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like gonna, you got to twine. Like on. I mean, oh, no. I mean, that was like underneath thirty the screws years ago. There on yeah, like, or well, you know, where, where now you have ferrules, like a plastic ferrule okay, yeah, yeah, go in yeah. there. Well, they didn't have ferrules then, so uh. it was like a it was like a a wire that would go right. around it. Right. Yeah. Um, to hold it in place and then epoxy yeah. it in. And, and then you know, bam- I learned how to do that. Like whatever, 30 something yeah. years ago, I wouldn't want to have to do it now. I mean, it's crazy. Bamboo shafts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not kidding. It's true. <laughs> there
0: was, there was a member here for the longest time he had, it was either a bamboo wedge or a bamboo putter like with
1: oh, a yeah. bamboo shaft. It yeah. was like, Whoa, I got a bamboo shafted club in my basement, but I've certainly never swung it. I don't yeah. know where you got koalas down the house. there too yeah. or? do you have you any bamboos yeah. in your house or no nope. <laughs> <I'm> sorry <laughs> you got, got, got lots of pandas <laughs> in my house <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyways
0: <laughs> so, so is that kind of the age then when, when golf really started to get competitive for you or you realized like <gasps> hey I might actually be able to make a career out of it
2: After I came back, that's when I thought I could at least. Okay. So, how long?
0: So, it was like after the six months, then you came back. Yeah, I came back
2: and then I I had to work. Like, I spent so much money, uh, you know, because, you know, like it was American money at the time when, and, you know, our dollar was still like whatever it was, 68, 70 Mm -hmm. cents, right? So, um, you know, I had saved up a little bit, but you, you always spend more than you think you're going to spend. Right. Yeah. Whether, yeah. whatever it's going on. And my parents were very supportive of me. And, but you know, I obviously start chalking up a, a bill. Right. And then I come <laughs> back in the spring and I, you know, worked my ass off all, all, uh, all summer. And then I worked all yeah. the winter just to, to pay it back. But I had a goal now of where I was going to go. Right. Cause I didn't want to be working at Safeway for the right. rest of my life. That mm-hmm. wasn't, it was a great job, but I'm like, I'm not stocking shells Still I'm fucking 60 <laughs> years old. Like I'm not doing this. So instead and that, you're stocking balls and stocking yeah. beers, stocking beers. Yes. Yes. Golf
0: Club. yes. Well, now and that's how, you
2: know, that's how the business has changed a yeah. lot now from what it was back then. But I mean, the goal was, I mean, I tried to play for a while, mm-hmm. um, like mini tours and stuff oh, okay, like yeah. that. Like I played, so there's still a lot of that going on uh, back then. Back like then the There was, yeah. 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 Like I played with like Woody Austin, uh, that, you know, has played a lot, tons. Mm-hmm. Of t- I played with like Doug Dennecke, Mr. 50, Fifty nine and on the on the like. I played wow. with lots of guys back then. And there's lots of other tour players I play. I can't remember them all, right. but I mean that was uh, back um, in the eighties.
1: These played tours with the were guy. in like Southern
2: U.S. D- Dakota tours, uh, oh, okay. Texas had a tour, Florida would have a tour. I mean, cool. um, you know, like the California Golden State Tour. Even hmm. back then was there. Wow. I mean, uh, yeah, and it was, uh, yeah. So I, I mean, I kept going down to uh, San Antonio for a few winners because I had, I knew all, I knew the 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 management. Right. And everything. There, they mm-hmm. were super good with me, so I mean, I, mm. I got it down to like I was marshaling once a week. Actually, one year I changed the cups for them, I did change the cups <laughs> Saturday and Sunday mornings. I'd nice. have to get up at four, but I was done by you know seven <laughs> o'clock yeah, at yeah, the latest, right. and I didn't have to ever deal with the public or nothing. Right. I said, I'll do that instead, it's great.
1: So, unless you wanted to change the pin placement midday,
2: yes, then that <laughs> But I liked it because if it was a skins game on Saturday, I knew where the pins <laughs> right. were. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> I put I, these here. Yes, earlier. this is good. I'd lie, it would be awesome if one guy started bitching about who's fucking set those pins. I'm like, that's awesome. if he was bigger than me, I wouldn't say anything. But, um, but no, it was that was fun. It was, a, but that's where I met a lot of guys and guys that were. Uh, I, I good. I roomed with a guy that was caddying on the on the PGA tour at the time, and and he had a place, a condo, right wow. on the ninth hole. At Pecan Valley. So it was perfect. So I just stayed mm-hmm. with him because, you right. know, he, was, he wasn't he was even home half the time. So. Were, you,
1: were you making. Oh,
2: I'll wow, look nope. at this. You we got the like, yes. uh, We got Ryan, Ryan Durr here. Yeah,
1: thanks regular. for the He's, thanks he's, for a, the he's the a pretty beers damn here. good wow. golfer.
0: Also, golf with Noel Nago. Yeah. A season or episode fourteen. He's got great hair all. too. He great <laughs> hair, great great hair. Great dog. Shitty
1: back, but we won't get into that. That's time for that's a, for another day. So Millsy, you're you're making some cash while you're down there. Is that is that like accurate? For like many tours or like just side games, games, or money games? You're not, making, like, you're not making. You're not making. You're not making bank, but you're you're making some some money to no, live. No, <laughs> no, you're no, no. Every guy that even today, the
2: guys like I know that are still trying to chase it, you're not making money. Like you got to have a sponsor, you got to have somebody right. to, if you want to do it. Right, you're you're not you're not making bank until like now. It's called the Corn Fairy Tour. I mean, it's gone through right. so many names going right. uh, yeah. through yep. the ty- the years, but. Um, you and now they make it even harder because they don't even have um PJ tour school anymore. Okay. They right. It's like, only
0: to get to the corn ferry then correct. Corn you got you the go, corn ferry. Right, you cannot go used to, get to be to the like
2: even ten years ago, Mike, you could like you could just okay, I'm gonna put in my seven grand mm-hmm. and I'm gonna go peg it, go to first stage, second stage, and if I make it through and make it to the final stage and right. finish in the top twenty five, mm-hmm. I got my PJ tour card.
1: Right. Q, they, s- you, Q school.
2: Q school. Yeah, they yeah. won't do it, but there, there's so many stages. Right. They won't even do that anymore. Now you the best they'll give you is a corn fairy which is like the triple can a. you uh,
1: mm-hmm. can you qualify through what we'll call the McKenzie tour I think it's called the For Me Tour now is that accurate I Yeah don't know. I mean you, it's Canadian tour is what I mean. It's under the at. PGA
2: tour umbrella right. but they'll give you they'll they'll give like the top five guys will get corn fairy staff. Okay. They'll never go... The best you'll do now is corn fairy. That's right. their... All right. okay. The, that's mm-hmm. their development. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's happening now, a lot of people don't even know, is like... So they'll give... To, the corn fairy guys, the top 25 guys, get... Automatically into the PGA mm-hmm. Tour. And then the guys from uh, 125 to 150 on the PGA Tour go back into the final stage with all the other Corn Fairy guys, oh. and they'll give out another 25 spots at that final stage. Wow. So if you're a Corn Fairy player, there's potentially 50 spots there right you know yeah but then again there's numbers and they reroute or they re it's uh, reshuffle is the proper term every six six or so tournaments so if you make a couple good checks and play well, you'll move up the, yeah. the number mm-hmm. list. If you don't, then you're not getting into events for, you might not get into
1: an event for a month, right? right? Depends on guys, yeah. w- what their schedules are. Uh, one, one interesting comparison from golf to hockey that Brett Moncion a mm. uh, friend of the pod had mentioned, and he said, uh, I think he had a friend that was ranked, let's call it four hundredth in, in the world in golf. And if you were a four hundredth in the world in hockey, you'd be a fourth line player in the NHL yeah. <laughs> but this 400th ranked person in golf couldn't even compete on the Canadian tour so that kind of blows your mind and like wow these guys are really good at golf kind of yeah
2: thing. like I mean I like I mean I don't because I've you know been the first guy to jump in the car and chase a dream and do that stuff I never begrudge anybody that wants to go try to play but mm-hmm. the, the local guys around here have no clue how hard it is, and how good those guys are. Like I play, I've been going to Phoenix now for 20 years. There's like 12 guys that I play with. You could just put them on the PGA Tour and let them play 30 events, mm-hmm. and they keep their card, but they can't get on there. <laughs> right. They Can't get on there. Like um, it's just the, the way it is. I mean, so they, the, your only option is to Monday spot for four spots. Right. You know. Yeah. So you show up. I remember caddying for Fanning one year um, when he he was come down south, and we went to. I think I can't. Remember, it was Houston or Louisiana, somewhere, Shreveport, Louisiana, maybe. And we show up. And there's already like 365s on the car on the board, <laughs> and a bunch of 66s. Right. Like before, we haven't even painted yet. This yes.
0: is probably don't even know what the golf course looks like. Yeah.
2: like you're just like going out there. Okay, Todd, go go shoot 64.
1: Okay. <laughs> this is a Monday qualifier. Just a Monday qualifier yeah, wow. to get into an event. <laughs> and how does that? How do so the qualifiers work? You just the top four? Is top
2: four guys. Wow. That's it. And sometimes it's only three spots, depending on what different exemptions are going on in each event. So it, it's just like it's all. That's the worst way to try to to, to mm-hmm. try to get on there because it's just too hard. Yeah,
0: why do you think people still do it? Because it seems like such a well. First of all, like Q school seemed like one of the probably most difficult challenges in any sport to or- try and get your card after Q school. But I, I know it's like chasing the dream. But after some time, you know, you see that there's a guy I think who recently got his uh, his tour card. Yeah, and he was like driving DoorDash like six months yeah. ago. Like it's just because he got a. Hustle and make that money, but you're you're chasing 45. that dream. Or you're something. always of so like, like I could give why? you a hundred story. <laughs> I mean, two
2: years ago, before I didn't go uh, last year because of COVID, but last the year before, um, my two roommates that I was living with, uh, there was a guy and a girl. Like they were. Um, boyfriend girlfriend Mm -hmm. he was a mini tour player and she she was a mini tour player but she's and this was in Arizona this is in Phoenix yeah and uh, she had played she's played 12 LPGA events and she played in the US Open again this year Mm -hmm. but she's just not quite good enough, like she's mm. really really like she'll play with the guys. She shot 63 with the guys from the same tee, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the, and so it's it's frustrating and even that, for me because yeah. I re, I don't I mean, I've helped her a little bit with her game and she's a good player. And but it's all it's mental, it's not just your talent, it's your mm-hmm. what your mental strength is of right. you know, um, because you never know when your a game is going to show up, even if you grind it and practice it every day, you can still show up and your a game's not there that day. So, right. how can you grind it? through and still shoot 68 with your B game. Right. Right. Because you everybody can shoot a, you know, a 63 with your A game if you're on, mm-hmm. right? Like the, I'm talking at the tour level. So, yeah. but what can you do when you're, when you're not at that level? Yeah. Right. right. So, and there's, and so the point to that is, is that she's got no money. Like right. she's, yeah. you know, like her parents bought her the place that we were living in. Like a, oh. I had rented a room, mm-hmm. you know, she's obviously taking, you know, my rent money and using it <laughs> to, to do something right yeah, yeah so uh which is great to play in events and mm-hmm. i see her still now on facebook she'll uh you know post hey i'm playing in a uh Tour which is like all oh, right the, yeah that's is the second level for mm-hmm. the lpga is right? that similar
0: then to the corn ferry and exactly. how they, they work it the same way to try and get some consistency across? So yeah, so other way, other sex,
2: just for, it's yeah. tough. <laughs> either yeah, so exactly. So there, she's trying to find a, a place at a family that'll put her up for the week just to save that you know mm-hmm. five to seven hundred dollar hotel yeah. fee, right? Mm-hmm. And so the, the, it's it's a chase all the time. So w- so
0: what was that switch then in your head where you're like okay maybe I'll just become a professional like you are now.
2: When I had like no money left, I'm like my parents (laughs) were like (laughs) not giving you any more money. And, you know, I was probably 20 at that time, 20 grand in debt. Like, you know, I had, which is a lot of money at that point, right? Like I (laughs) I, and you know, I had quit Safeway because I went Mm -hmm. again and now they weren't going to give me another, like, Uh, uh, um, like, uh, they weren't going to give me six months off again, right? Right. Or, or it's like, so I had to make the decision. So mm-hmm. I said, well, this isn't my lifelong career. So I quit. Mm-hmm. And so then I had a bunch of, I had money saved up. I even actually, <laughs> funny, it's a funny story about that is the fact that I, uh, after I used up all money, I had to sell my Cougar <laughs> so I could come home. <laughs> I had no money left. I was broke. And my parents, like, I mean, my credit cards were maxed. Um, So I sold the Cougar for whatever it was. I think I got 3,500 bucks for it. And I took that money and I came home. And so, you know, gave my parents here, like, this is what I got left. Here's a couple grand American. And I started and then I like, I just worked for, you know, I was working like, that's why I laugh when people like don't have no clue about jobs or that or complain about things like, Oh, I just became like the director of golf or someone. Like I was just born into it. Like, mm-hmm. no, you work. That's what I you, thought. You, you work, yeah. <laughs> you work towards it. Right. Like I was delivering like, uh, papers for the globe and mail at like two in the morning. And then I go work another job mm-hmm. to do whatever I could to, Pay back my parents, like they had, <laughs> you know, they had stood by me, to, mm-hmm. and then that was mm-hmm. to me. It was up to me to to pay them back. Good. So, and then, so then I was paying them back, and then I took a job. I said, the, I always thought when I the, to answer your question better, Jordan. I always <laughs> thought that if I was not going to make it playing, the worst case scenario mm-hmm. is that I'll become a, a club pro somewhere. Okay. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. And I always, my, when I left to go to, like I've lived in Vegas, I've lived in LA, I've lived in Dallas, I've lived all over the place, but I always said, I can always come back to Winnipeg. Yeah. Like, that's true. Always get a job in Winnipeg. That's never like, mm-hmm. so I never worry about like when people leave, it's like, you can always come back to Winnipeg. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's always a that's job. what I did. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. So yeah. that, that was always a, that safety net that, okay well, that's you know, Don't matter if I was in debt or whatever, you got family, you got friends here, you come back and you'll work your way back up. So that's what I did. So
0: uh, so then when it was your first job back here at a golf course? uh, Kingswood. Okay, so did you start then as a professional? Like, what was the process like of becoming a club pro at, uh, at that back time back
2: then at that time is just you had to be hired under um, a class A professional okay um, which at that time I had two choices and I had uh, Kingswood at the time Brad Keats was uh, the head pro there at the time and then John Irwin at Naqua. I had mm. two choices mm-hmm. like two totally different places mm-hmm. um and I grew up at a private club, um, and I worked. Uh, I worked for a year in Vancouver, but not as uh, um, not as an apprentice. Like I just worked at like I worked at Marine Drive. It's like whatever it's like one of the top 10 courses in in no big deal Vanger. very yeah very nice course had the 93 world amateur there oh so
1: i remember that one
2: yeah 93 you guys weren't even born yet <laughs> yeah,
0: we were we were in the kindergarten of kindergarten grade one. yeah I just we're finished diaper training yes.
2: yeah
1: yeah. So did you have to do like a player ability test that yep. they have to do now, or? Uh, yep. But it was a lot. It was a lot harder back then. Like okay. now, they're so now desperate you can submit to get a guys. score,
2: right? You
0: can just submit a score if you have played
2: in a competitive they're event. They're doing like a, I've heard yeah. some places where it's one round. and You just got to shoot eighty-one or better. Like it's a, it's right. I'm sorry, it's a joke. Shit. It, it, hey, we could do that, Mike.
1: If we were really it's lucky. Way different. <laughs> <laughs> when I did it, at Crescent Drive. <laughs> yeah. Crescent That's Drive. where the PAT. Is can I go to be Crescent PAT at Crescent Drive, please. <laughs>
2: <laughs> too funny Sign us up <laughs> Yeah But when I did it It was 150 For two rounds So it's 275 Oh rounds. yeah So
0: it's Yeah Like and that's what that it was like Now it's too. 81
2: for one yeah. round Cause I think right.
0: someone had to sign off on it too Like you had to no. You had well, to get a professional
1: or something and, to sign off Oh yeah um, so say Like you yeah. Like you, you can play golf Yeah do a so test you gotta,
2: That you could play to this handicap right. And that yeah. you were
1: at that well, it level was, uh, Bailey was telling us about her
0: PAT Yeah PAT Or Well cause I remember around that time there's a few people that were working here here, um, also uh, listeners of the podcast Preston um, was one of them, and they were striving to to get good enough right. to go out and do that PAT. And I believe it was at South Inner Lake. Yep. Yep. And yeah, And you had to—I I think it was like just break break eighty twice, yeah. but it was still two rounds. I don't know how much it cost, but you still needed that sign off as well from a professional mm-hmm.
1: saying that you know you, you know what you're doing. Yeah, do. thirty six in one day. That's what, yeah, yeah. And then the one guy cheated, and then he. uh he screwed yeah. off. Anyways, you'll have to listen to
0: that episode. Yeah, but now, like Colin was saying, he just submitted a score from the from the amateur. ball. he won the amateur, <laughs>
2: well, and yeah. so and so, it was yeah, like, so well, you I'm, can I'm do that. And, now, if you're if yeah. you're um, like, I mean, I could have submitted. Uh, like I played in the '91 Canadian amateur, so you can uh, take, okay. You can take some of those scores if you've proven yourself in a in a highly competitive tournament. Mm-hmm. You can transfer that, and they'll they'll accept that. Okay, you know they'll do that. They'll do that mm-hmm. now. Well, that's so. good to
0: know, but it's not just about like now and especially having grown up on a golf course and specifically at Assiniboine and, you know, under Dale Sapenko, and just how long he was a pro here and Ross Lemon as a, as an associate mm-hmm. professional. And the profession has changed So, and it's only been like not even 15 years and it's just changed dramatically where it used to just be about, you know, golf or servicing members. And service members was, that was, was, a about big, it. was a
2: big thing. But right? now
0: it seems like members, you got to do everything.
2: Yeah, you have to do everything. So something has to drop. Right. Right. And so, I, you know, it used to be that even when I first got here, like my first i mean the mentality was is that you still would go play with golf with members and members would ask you to go play and you would go you go play with them like that was you get
0: wine driven out to you on a a golf cart
2: (laughs) (laughs) well but that's funny but that's what you know i know i worked for dale for one year i know what he was like and um but it's funny and that's that was the way it was even you know growing up i was like or the professional was he was the golf expert he weren't you know we weren't going there to, you know, um, was Dale Esenpanko going to give you a lesson on accounting? No. Um, you know, like, but that's, you know, but now that's expected, right? Um, it, it's just, it's hilarious. Like, But you were, and it was more respected too. Like, right? You would go there and you, Dale is, okay, well, he's the golf pro. Yep. He's the best player at the club and um, you want to learn from him. Right. And mm-hmm. that's, you know, so, um and that's why when, when, back in that time era, I said, like, okay, if I'm a club pro, the worst case I'm going to be is I still get to play a lot of local professional tournaments, right, yeah. still be able to play competitively, and then I can help people get better mm-hmm. cuz i've you know scratched it out of the ground myself so <laughs> i know what it's like to be shitty yes. so you can try to help people to do that so and i you know i did a lot of teaching and stuff like that so coming here actually when i took over for dale was a a, a different uh, career change for me really mm-hmm. cuz i was i was mainly focused on playing and teaching that's all i did i didn't work in a shop i mean i've taught you know 10 12 lessons a day oh, and wow. um you know and you make good money doing that right. like i mean i when i taught at fantasy lake there with chicks with sticks was back with right. like 102 there yeah. i was big with that i had videos online and um, and we did really well. Like I had a hundred and I think it was 120 ladies and they all took clinics and lessons. Wow. So, you know, you do the math on that. I mean, I, that I don't have much time to do anything else, yeah. right? If yeah. I'm taking care of 120 people, right? Like, I mean, I even put a proposal back to Niaqua, this is like 20 years ago where, um, I wanted to be paid X amount of dollars to go play with the members and teach them, like give them playing lessons. Like if you guys were, have a group mm. that you play with mm-hmm. all the time at Niakwa, then I'd say, I say, I'm going to play with you guys uh, one Saturday or yeah. Monday or whatever. Like everybody has their different, you know, the ladies will play Monday mornings right. or Wednesday mornings. You play with them then. And then that was, that would be the gig. Right. So, uh, and that was more likely back then. Mm-hmm. Now it's,
1: it's not even a hope of that. Just right. on just on the, the, the playing and the lessons at the same time where, like, I think a lot of the – uh, every lesson I've gone to is at the range, right? Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, ah, I hate the range. I just want to play the game. But I'd love – I think that aspect of teaching on the course could really help me as in, like, managing a hole. Mm-hmm. And yep. obviously, you know, my, my swing needs to be improved. But I'm not going to blow up my swing – to try and play better, if that makes sense, yeah, but do, 100%. You, do you see value in, in that teaching on yeah. teaching right on the course? Yeah, I used to do playing lessons all the
2: time. Yeah, right. And so um, I would go out with a foursome, and I'm like, basically, you're paying for my time. So if you're out there for a couple hours for four, say, I take four ladies out for two hours and help them, like you know, here's give me a couple hundred bucks, and mm-hmm. you know, it's basically fifty bucks each for them, which mm-hmm. is not that big of a deal. Um, and then you know, uh, oh, well. I'm getting value. out out of that. I'm getting value because I'm not wasting, Like, I would do, I've done clinics for like 50 people or I'd rather do a clinic for 50 people or teach Mike one individual mm-hmm. lesson. Well, obviously I want to do the clinic, yeah, right? Yeah. Even if you guys are all just kicking <laughs> in. Yeah. But you're all kicking in ten bucks. Yeah, it's five hundred bucks yeah. for an hour of my time. Yeah, yeah. No. You know? Like that, and that's what it was. But you get to play with Mike. Mike. Yeah. That. And that's priceless. Really. We'll work on
1: that. We don't gotta to touch on that right now. But uh.
2: But I I think that's a good point that you made, Mike, is that I think more people in today's world of golf would get more value out of just spending money to go play nine holes with a professional versus like you're not gonna go work on your game, you know, like most people mm-hmm. aren't. Like you're very small percentage so here's what you can do to to, to maximize what you have mike right yeah. here's yeah. how you can eliminate these mistakes uh, sure. to, to just try to you know maybe get it so that you don't make freaking eight or nine like you yeah. know it's mm-hmm. make you make your worst holes a, a five or a six right right yeah like, which i so, think we
0: both can say is where we're at with the game now
2: yep, absolutely. <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah and there's nothing wrong and there's nothing and i, eliminate I actually those seven and
0: eights hopefully
2: i have more <laughs> admiration for the guys that can just like that show up on men's nights and don't give a shit what 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 they shoot and they just go play and have their beers and they just, they don't care because mm-hmm. there's no they don't get frustrated they don't get stressed out about it they just well they don't care have fun yeah they just have fun mm-hmm. and there's there's something to be said for that right mm-hmm. where you don't see that a lot at private clubs you'll see it at public but the private clubs is that those are people that are trying to take their game more seriously right but, and then they get frustrated and, and that's why they probably become more anal than they need to <laughs> right?
0: Right? <laughs> overthink it well we have a yeah. problem with overthinking i think for me it's just consistency and getting out there but uh, i do oh. i do remember i did head out with uh, you once and Mooney it was Mooney. Um, I forget who joined us, but uh, yeah, you're out there and you were given pointers for free, which was nice. Mm-hmm. And it did, it did help. Like it, it is, it is amazing how, I know we talked to Pete Moore and even with Colwyn Abgrall and, uh, you know, all these guys who are pros now, um, even, you know, Bobby Ewell, who we just had on and just the experience to go out and play with them on the course. Mm-hmm. And just one thing can totally change, how you approach it or I know like especially specifically with you it was around the short game and with Colin as well, getting some pointers to remember with the short game and then even Pete Moore with a small little detail of for his short putts because that's what I was struggling with. He's just like, look at that little spot like behind the ball and just right. focus on that. Yeah. Keep your head down, focus on that. And I was like, oh, because of course, you know, you want to peek all the time. And it's those small little things, but that can totally change, change the game. So it's good to see that you still at least get to do that because you still play men's night. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, no, and I mean, I, I don't, um, I'm, I'm not one of those people that will like... I'm going to tell, I see you do something wrong, mm-hmm. Jordan. I'm going to tell you. I'm like, if you <laughs> stop ask playing me, golf. if you ask me, I will tell you what I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I will never, ever um, like oh, just yeah. go, hey, what, like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. what are you thinking? <laughs> like, Some, I see so I, I, I see guys aim doing shit and I'm like, I'm watching them and they'll be aimed like 40 yards right. And they'll absolutely stripe it and hit it dead straight. Right in the bush. And I'm like, and they're all pissed off. They're like, oh, fuck, that was awful. I'm like, you dude, you just striped that perfectly and you aimed like a donkey. And that's why you're X. All right? I'm just like, Whoa. yeah. Like people, it just, it's so hilarious. Like, and, and all they had to do was make one little change. I've taught lessons where uh, people have struggled for like four months. And they're so frustrated, they're ready to quit. And like, I give them one little tip, five minutes later, they're like, hey, they good. And I'm like, huh, ah, was that worth struggling for the last four months? Mm-hmm. Or you could have just come and saw me, Yeah. right? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. but people, mm-hmm. I get the, I appreciate that they're trying to, you know, do it themselves, right? Yeah. Right. But at some point you gotta say, you know what? This is frustrating the hell out of me. I need to get right. somebody else to look at it. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. But now, right? as you were mentioning, I was kind of changed. Now, you, like, so really as a director of golf, what kind of falls under your umbrella here? I know it's different in in certain places, well, and yeah. depending on where you are. But here, it seems like you have to wear about fifty hats.
2: More more so than here. Say if I you don't know, like the you know the director of golf at say Glendale or Pine Ridge. I mean, they because they have so many more staff to. Mm-hmm you know, delegate, allocate, this is what you're doing, this is what Mm -hmm. you're doing. Like I have Ryan and Barry, which I rely on quite a bit. I mean, Mm -hmm. but uh, you know, it's not, it's the the money. It's like, who's stocking stuff and you know, who's taking care of the buys and fire when they come in and who's taking care, like me, when was the restaurant? Good God, that was like another add 50 more things. Right, besides the amount of staff, and then dealing with Mike and his crew out there, right, mm, and right, then yeah. dealing with like the bike path and like people complaining about the golf course or dogs on the course or
1: whatever, because it's it's endless every day. It's something. <laughs> right? Just to clarify, Mike and his his that crew out there is the the greenskeepers, Mike, yeah, Mike Dearman, not, <laughs> not Mike, he not me and my rowdy right? foursome, Mike
2: Dearman, who's been doing an amazing job this year with the course. So I'll give him that shout out.
0: But, but uh, they yes. fall under your umbrella as well, and they're super into or yeah. Like everything would fine, kind umbrella. of fine, fine, yeah. it
2: falls under my umbrella. I mean, my job here is to try to plan this club for now, but for the future down the road mm-hmm. too, right? Like, I mean, um, people will agree or disagree, but the bottom line is is there was a lapse back in the day because mm-hmm. when I took over here, there was no money here. Nothing. Right. Yep. No capital project fund, clubs falling apart, you know. Yeah, so I took all that money. Yeah, yeah. So good for you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so now I'm trying to develop something for the future, right? Where, you know, like there's equity in the club so mm-hmm. that when I'm gone, you know, they're still going to be here for, you say, Blair Moody, for his kids and his kids right. yep. beyond that, right? You know, that's kind of the goal. Mm-hmm. That's, that's my goal anyway, because I find that I feel like this is a, a community golf course. I really do. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's, and for a lot of time, people thought this was like a private club. And it's even when, even like when I took, took over, like people be calling to play it and we're, we would tell people, no and I mm-hmm. just I couldn't, yeah, I, I, couldn't wrap, I couldn't yeah. wrap my head around I mean, it. we had a yeah. chat
1: the other day and you said still people come in and they think it's a private course and like oh can I play here and yeah absolutely you can
2: play here. absolutely I mean that's what we want to get out there and social media has certainly helped and right. even you know like just podcast everything the more we can get out there the people know that they can come play here now on the flip side the people that want this to be a, a membership club or yep. a private club they don't like that as much right um, and so you try to find that balance but the as a club, as as a manager hat on, I have to do what I think is best for the long term value of the club, not right. what I personally want. I'd love for this place to have five hundred members and yep. just cater to them. And
0: that's and I think that's where we're going to talk shop a little bit. But that's sure. where it came from from me from my point of view because that's when membership was really large, mm-hmm. and that's when golf was just popular. And the popularity is going back up; it's increasing again a little bit but back then that's when you could you could just bring in members and i think that's where some of that stigma came where we literally like we weren't necessarily told like i wasn't specifically told from dale or ross or anyone to turn these people away but there were a few staff members here where you're just like yep public cannot play before 11 whereas now come on up yeah, if there's an open
2: time, come play, right? Yeah. Come on down, public. Yeah, on down. <laughs> but you know Jordan better than most. Like mm-hmm. when you worked back in the in the at the club and the pro shop there, and the place was busy. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. This club should have been flourishing. There should have right. been like yep. where'd the money go? Mm-hmm. Like what like, you know why didn't why it wasn't went, money it went in my pocket? Like out know, well, <laughs> and well then you shouldn't be doing this podcast because you should be doing way better. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, fuck you, man. Yeah, he's, he's got I'm a nice saying, house. I'm not saying that the people took the money or anything. No, I'm no, no. saying no they the didn't charge enough right. for for the golf it at was, that time.
0: It it was very extremely affordable for for a, um, a semi private golf club at that time in a what is a great location.
2: So, and being anybody that runs a business, breaking even is not making Mm -hmm. money. That's losing money. Mm -hmm. So you have to make enough for the future. And I think back then, this is just my opinion. Back then, they just, they charged enough just to break
0: even. Yeah. And there was a separation too, as well, where now you're wearing a lot of these hats. There was a separation between the club and, and Dale, Dale and the staff. Dale, there was and a, and there was especially in Dale's there. time. Because yeah.
2: Dale had the, one of the probably most popular retail shops in the city, right? Absolutely, Everybody, yeah. There's still people that come show up here and looking for the retail shop. <laughs> I'm that. not kidding. <laughs> it still happens. And I'm like, no, that's long gone. <laughs> yeah, I know old Dale Esposito. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or whatever. That. His <laughs> name's been butchered so many times, it's crazy. He's, he's 10
1: different people. I didn't realize it was
2: that popular of a, a no shop. Oh, he crushed you know? it in here. Um, I remember when I worked for him that one year with Ross, yep. obviously, um, Dale would lose his mind because that's right when Golf Town was getting into the business, right? And right. Golf Town would have a flyer on and Dale would be smoking in the back trying to figure out like, okay, we got to make this price, this price. And he's yeah. trying to match Golf Town. Right. And I'm like, it's just crazy. Like, it- Jordan, go pull the flyers out of everybody's <laughs> yeah. mailbox. Yeah, you, you, could, well, you, you should have asked Tim Grant about that. Oh, like yeah. Tim would be going through and you know, yet yeah. no, his, um, his
0: ads were infamous both on the radio. we had the where in the world is Dale as a banker, but also uh, like you mentioned, matching those ads. He would pull on some days there'd be sales days, so you had to get ready. And there you'd take out like the bottom quarter of the sports page, front of the sports page. And literally almost every fucking item in the shop was listed on that. Nice. Oh yeah. We'll have to find an crazy. audio
2: clip of that. I, I,
0: I Honestly, I tried. I really tried. Did I should you? probably go ask CGOB and see if they have There's something in the back. It's gotta I'll be somewhere, somewhere. Yeah, It'd
2: be cool. But yeah. Dale was the king of buying closeout stuff and selling it as new later. Yes. Yeah. Right. Like, it's just like, that's how yeah. we made his yeah. money. I mean, it was, it was, it was a smart way to do it. And like buying it maybe from the U.S. Like and no, then. Bit, like even this year, like say like FootJoy's got some older shirts that maybe didn't sell quite as well, right? So the cost is normally forty-five dollars. They'll sell it to us for like twenty-two. Right. So oh, yeah. Dale would buy a yeah. whack of them.
1: Don't for give 22. away your margins here.
2: <laughs> well, That doesn't happen anymore. I mean, it just doesn't happen because everybody's using Amazon or, right, you know, yeah, yeah. Ev- or eBay or whatever. It's crazy. Well, I mean, it's like
0: you, it's almost an understanding where you, if you're going to have a shop or sell stuff, you have to match a price that someone will find online or they'll find at, at golf. Or tank. I just tell them to go,
2: buy at a golf town. I don't care. I mean, it doesn't matter to me. I mean, it's like, I'm not going to grind. I'm not going to spend an hour with you, uh, Jordan, to make freaking $8. Like, beat it. Like, seriously. Like, why would you grind? It's like grinding some cars. I'm going to grind Jamie Wilkie for hours so that he makes $50 on the Jeep. Like, good God.
0: He's making a lot on that Jeep Wagoneer, I can yeah. tell you that much.
2: Keeps going back to his boss. Can I draw it anymore? Yeah. No, you can't. Go any lower I've spent
1: a lot more time than an hour with him and uh <laughs> <it> cost him <laughs> a lot more money <laughs> yeah, yeah we are we are experts but, at kicking tires uh, but but it, that, that's cool like digging
0: into kind of how that profession has changed and how people kind of view professionals it's very enlightening and i you know i i certainly take a lot from it and you get that appreciation more where it's not just golf now it's business and i think that's also true in the case when you're trying to become a professional now or like a club pro is there's like you you have to have like a business admin credit? You almost have to have a business admin well, brain for but it.
2: But the worst part about it, Jordan, that's more important now than when oh. he can, how can how he can play that's we're losing our whole integrity of why you become a golf pro in the mm, first place yeah. especially amongst the, when we golf pros get talking and we sit get together and have a couple beers it's the same thing like where are we going like right essentially what it's getting to the point where if mike you have a business degree okay let's put mike in there like he like <laughs> it does, you don't care what your golf knowledge is it's not important <laughs> Right. Just (laughs) follow the budget. Make sure that, you know, Mm -hmm. make sure we're getting our green fee money and make sure that you're following all the the policies Mm -hmm. and rules, following Mm -hmm. the liquor laws, blah, 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 and making sure everything's taken care of because we don't care if you golf.
1: Right. It's not important to us. Well, just to let everyone know, I'm running a junior camp and then we're just going to (laughs) play 10 hours of YouTube videos, uh, straight lunch provided, but, uh, get your kids in there
0: and YouTube. DQ will be providing ice cream. You guys
1: eat ice cream. For Mike, ten hours straight, straight. For we see watch how far YouTube I can
2: throw the ice cream, and then the kids <laughs> yeah. chase it.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I, that I completely. Like uh, no, that's a that's a great point. Not to. Uh, well,
2: it. I, I just I, it's there has to be there will be a time where people like at the private clubs. There's still more recognition for you know the the better players because mm-hmm. they get the 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 lessons first, right? They yep. want to learn from them first versus um, you know an assistant coming. Yep. In. But uh, they're, 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 we're losing that balance of, and then, I mean, I'll give you a perfect example, the St. Charles Pro-Am, which raises well over $100,000 mm-hmm. every year for cancer care. Right, yep. Do really well. Their biggest issue the last few years is getting enough quality professionals to come play. Oh. Right? Because... Now you're talking high end business end. They're yep. they're putting in anywhere from 500 to 5000 to sponsor that tournament to and they don't want to play with some pro that's shooting freaking 85. Right, yeah. Right? They don't want to see that, Mm -hmm. you know, and again, I mean, I, I, if anybody gets offended by this, I don't, it's their, their issue because what they did at (laughs) St. Charles Mm -hmm. is they got it down to just, they only count six scores of the professionals so that it wasn't getting reliant on the pro score to whether they got a prize or not. Right, because so yeah, because
0: people get pissed, right? Because they're going out there like, well, this buddy's supposed to be a pro, and he's out there shooting eighty-two or whatever. You and I are, you know, two
2: buddies, and we're but we're playing in two different teams. We work at the same company. We both sponsored Mm. a bunch of money or a similar field, and your pro shot sixty-eight, and my pro shot eighty-four. And you're like, what the? F-? You know, yeah, what, what, yeah. What, what Why? Yeah, That's why? not fair. Yeah. Right. So, how they tried to get it down to is at least if they only count six scores, the best if your pro shot 68, maybe he had, you know, four birdies and no par or uh, no bogeys. Mm-hmm. So just four birdies. Right. To help. But even the guy that shoots 84 is going to at least make six pars. <laughs> right. So yeah. he's only yeah. getting beat by four now. Okay.
0: Uh, right. Uh,
2: yeah. Handicapped is that? That's not for the pros. It's just right. own, the, the amateurs are, but the pro pros... Only, now, we, yeah. still have a, we still have our... I don't even know what a pro am, how it works.
1: Well, there's not lots that we got to get... Give, yeah. me a, give me a Cole's notes. <laughs> but there's...
2: Well, the, basically, there's team, and then there's team scores, like a net score or points for the net mm-hmm. score. Okay. There's lots of different things. But the pros still have a purse that we play for. Okay. But what they did for the team thing was just to count six scores. My whole point of the thing was is just to say that there's not enough pros playing right. at a higher level anymore mm-hmm. right and it gets to the point now where in, even in the city now there's maybe like 15 of us that mm-hmm. compete for the money all the time right right and then it, well it, it's good
0: for you because then there's more sure. chances you if can. i'm
2: still playing at that level <laughs> right. but it, it doesn't breed for the future Jordan, exactly and that's yeah, the problem yeah. like we, we're losing guys from so so
0: what can we do Or is it, do you have, do you have an idea? I have ideas about it, but I mean,
2: it's, it, it, to me, we got to get it back down to where there's really no pro entry. So that means we need sponsors. Oh, okay. Right. So that's what, it frustrates me because we'll go support a pro-am that makes the pro-am better because we're playing with amateurs or playing with a professional. And you're shooting Um, a decent score. Shooting a decent score. (laughs) We're raising a hundred grand for cancer care, but we can't raise any money for us. Right. Right. I'm not saying we need to raise a hundred grand, but can't we raise? A couple grand uh, right. from a couple different businesses, so that we can have a couple purses. So if there's no entry fee, Jordan, mm-hmm. and the purse is say $10,000 for the purse, now we'll get 50 pros out because the worst case scenario is they play golf all day and it didn't cost them anything, right? Yeah, because they're already yeah. losing money by leaving the shop, whether mm-hmm. they're teaching, yeah. um, teaching, or if they're having extra staff on because I wasn't here to mm-hmm. to help, whatever. You're losing money by going. Right. So those are the things that that don't get looked at all the time. Mm -hmm. And so it's that's the goal for the future is Mm -hmm. to try to solidify sponsors from bigger businesses, whether we do it in small chunks where, you know, thousand dollars from Mm -hmm. ten different businesses.
0: Yeah, Wait what are you looking at there, Mike? I'm oh, just looking at the time.
1: Oh yeah, sorry. No, that's no, right. no, no, you're taking too much time. No, you're no, no not no. taking. It. You're, no, this is we. This is what we've waited what we the last for. three months. This for. actually
0: didn't go down a road I thought it was going to go down, but I'm kind of I'm kind of happy. Where do you want to take, take Where what, what were you
2: trying to take there, Jordan? <laughs> um, well,
0: smiling fun, but hey, anyways, we we're going into some serious business talk about golf in Manitoba. and I like it's it. Just very it's interesting. This is what we need to. This is I think what we need to hear. And
1: and yeah, I came here on Friday and I had a one hour chat. With uh, Millsy mm-hmm. here, uh, after my my twelve round of golf, yeah. my twelve hole round of golf, fully clothed. <laughs> 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 yes, yeah, there was no strip golf there, and then uh, yeah, we had a great chat and we talked about the club and uh, it was very insightful. So it's it's great to hear because I don't know anything about it. Yeah, well, well I, it's mean, to, the, yeah, it's I mean, yeah, good to learn.
2: And about I, the I, I think it's an open book, Mike. I honestly, I mm-hmm. like some guys like to to you know hide the numbers or not. Give everybody all the information. Right. This is a community golf club. Like, mm-hmm. why shouldn't and it's
0: shareholders too? Right, shareholders so it's, it's like almost no different than what would be a public company.
2: And we're non for profit. So yep. what are we hiding? Uh, mm. The more money with a club can make to help the club for the future, yep. the better off we are as yep. a community. I mm-hmm. mean, it's I'm getting paid the same no matter what. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, it's about what is going to make the club the most amount of money so that we can, as I told Mike, we got to fix the greens. We got to fix right. the, this club. House isn't gonna last forever, right? <laughs> I mean, there, you know, the cart compound looks like crap. We got some protective fences that are falling over. I mean, we there's so many things mm-hmm. like oh, how many trees are falling over or right. died or mm-hmm. whatever. Whether it's changed, looks different than when you were a kid, right? Like the yeah. m- oh, number yeah, eight exam. for per yep. perfect example. Mm-hmm. Right? And so... Well, just about, I think, every hole. Yeah. (laughs) Every hole is different now. So, I mean, I don't know. People think that trees last forever, or do they think the greens are going to last forever? Right. Right? They don't. Mm -hmm. So, how are we going (laughs) to fix them? And and people are flabbergasted when I tell them it's $60,000 to to have for a new green. Wow. Okay? So, if we have 12 greens times 60 grand... And that's now, right now. When I'm, are we doing all 12 this year? No, we're not. So yeah. what's going to happen 10 years from now? Those greens are going to be 70 grand.
0: Right, yeah, right? exactly. And so wow.
2: are we putting money away every year so we can start collecting interest and we can pay for these things down the road? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, and that's kind Those of the things we're trying to To do.
0: the point where you mentioned about the water or the, the user fee is a lot of, with a lot of private clubs now is you get like a capital assessment Yeah, just to go towards... Those bigger projects, like fixing the greens or something, may come up. You may have a really dry year like we had this year. You may have a really wet year. You never know. So there's always going to be something that comes up. But uh, or you, you
1: might a high, have that. a well with a high alkaline level. <laughs> there you go, Mike. Well, and
2: that's that perfect example leads into both of what you just said. Is yeah. this year, uh, Mike? Mike Dearman has left the. You know, got the course to be the as good as he has is because we've used more city water than we've ever used before. Oh. So our budget is like twenty grand over budget this year, and that's be all because of city water. Right? Because our well water is high like almost 75% salt water. So that means <laughs> nobody in their right mind is going to water their lawn with salt water, right. right? So we have to water with salt water and then we ham Mike puts a bunch of chemicals to offset that salt. Uh-huh. That's what
1: happens. The mm-hmm. well but, goes right to the Pacific Ocean.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I wish it wasn't like that. I don't know why. That's beyond my
1: level of uh, knowledge. It's the airport. But, yeah,
2: it's the airport. Yeah. But, Too
1: many salty peanuts and pretzels. <laughs> <laughs> These pretzel are making me thirsty. <laughs> yes. Anyways. So Mike
2: noticed the other night like why we're doing a lot of patchwork on some of the greens mm-hmm. and so Mike made the commitment this year to water those patchworks with city water so oh, he takes okay. a water truck out and waters ah, it with his with the, yeah. with just the water truck because right. use because we've done the patchwork before but then he uses the sprinkler system and it doesn't work right because it it, it just doesn't take mm-hmm. so we tried that this year because okay 20 grand and city water is better than us having to rip up the third oh, green yeah. next year and spend it. 60 yeah. to 80 grand yeah. on a new green mm-hmm. so let's see if this works and so far it's worked fairly well yeah. so we're we're positive with that. Good. Yeah, what wow. well,
0: is green looking out the window? You can, yeah, you like that, and I guess so. Is club championship coming up?
2: Yeah, next weekend. Okay, so... uh, We We pushed it back this year. Normally, it's always in July because you've played in it before, Mm -hmm. I believe. But, I mean, uh, we had work that we wanted to get done on the course, plus COVID. Um, So the combination of the two just made sense to push it back this year. Right, and uh, we've we've had numerous stories about how fun Club Championship weekend is. And
0: I, I wanted to ask if you ever had an experience of club championship weekend, like an Assiniboine golf club club championship weekend.
2: Me personally? Yeah. Like, have you, like, champ- one,
0: like, or like when you came here, we were like, this is different. Whoa.
2: <laughs> oh, there's no question. This is different. I mean, <laughs> like it, it's, we're, and that's the fun part. That's yeah. what's so great about this place. There's mm-hmm. a, there is a lot of good things about this golf course and, and the people that play here. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a, it, it, as I've heard, heard lots of people say, it's more of a homey feel. Like, I mean, again, I grew up at a private club. We had our club championship. It's it's way more serious, right. way more mm-hmm. like here, guys. You know, are, are are not as serious, and that's what I like about it. I right. mean, it's uh, that's why I'm here. I could I could have worked at lots of different places, but I enjoy the the ability to just commerce with people and n- not worry about. COVID. You know, watching my words, right? Right? Like, I don't want to piss off Mr. Smith here because he's gonna, you know, send an email to the board and then I'm gonna be suspended for a week. Like, I mean, because I told him that his freaking his collar was on wrong. I mean, like, it's so stupid. But it, that's what it is some private clubs, right? They get so. I wasn't wearing a collar. That's... Yeah. Well, yeah, you he wouldn't never even does. get it. There'd be like, nah, Mr. Smith, you need to leave. Yeah. yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> get out yeah. of here. But here, guys are like, they're just. They're always having fun. And, you know, there's groups that just they're laughing and drinking all the time that they're playing. And that's mm-hmm. you don't see that the more com- like you just it's competitive, but it's not competitive like it is at private clubs. Right. It just isn't. So mm-hmm. so that's my uh, I, I just and I enjoy it better.
0: Do you, you ever know? get to go out and play the
1: emergency nine?
2: Um, we used to do it a little bit. We haven't done it the last few years. Oh, okay. But, uh,
1: you know, I'd love to be able to do it more. I guess one of my questions was if you played in the club championship, or can't you? You obviously can't. Mm-hmm. Is that not allowed? That's correct. I cannot play us. Yes. If you played in it, would you win? I would like to think
2: I would, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, again, trying not to be arrogant, but I mean, at the end right. of the day, I shoot under par, you know, 99% of the time playing out here.
3: Yeah.
2: Where last year, I think uh, Tim Miller won again, and he was one over par, I think, mm. for the for the tournament. Um, but, I mean, it's, uh. that's not to say that I can't, be beat on a round of golf. I mean, no, that, that sure. happens all the for time. It sure,
1: was just a question I had on Yeah, I mean, I would like to think that, here.
2: yeah, because guys would, It was this happened three or four years ago, Mike, it was funny that guys would be complaining because I was t- having them play from the white tees. And I'm like, you guys can't even break par from the white. Why the hell we move back to the blue? Like, uh, give me a break. When you guys, when there's 10 guys under par from the white tee, we'll move it back. So uh, uh, that's just logic to me. I mean, it takes long enough to to play out there because most guys aren't used to putting out. Right. They don't yeah. know all the rules. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of a sudden, guys are playing way slower during club yeah. championship because now they're like overthinking things and mm-hmm. like like golf is super important now. <laughs> like it's like
0: it's the one weekend. It, it's year a one weekend a year. Golf's I gotta really be important
2: like, and you Ooh. get shit faced. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's exactly. Great combination. You know, and Tim is perfect example. I mean, you know, I've seen Tim played some awesome golf. I've seen him shoot like, like even this year I played with him. He shot like seventy or something like that. He played great, mm-hmm. yeah. but but he shot ninety something in the <laughs> Club championship before too, and I'm like same yeah. guy,
1: right? My my next question is, who's your favorite to win the club championship third flight this year? <laughs> Third flight, because oh, that's where I'm thinking where I would maybe line up. Yeah, because
0: that's where I ended up. I
1: was I, I two got years a in a row. Of third but that's
0: flight when I was playing the. Yeah, when I was
2: probably the guy that started the season like a seven handicap, and then magically he's now a fourteen <laughs>
1: for, the, for the club championship. This is the home of the yeah, like, yeah, Blair yeah. Sure. Mooney. But, yeah. <laughs> JK JK Moons. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, when does,
2: does has Blair been on this podcast? Oh, yeah, twice. Before? Twice. Oh, twice. Yeah. I oh, got
1: on twice. I don't know. Yeah. Snuck in. Yeah, I nice.
2: uh,
0: spent some time playing with him up uh, up at Heckler. We had the yeah, yeah, Champagne yeah. Championship, and Mike and I won.
1: He did. Well, nice. Yeah. Some
2: super good yeah. golfers but. Well, he needs to, Blair needs to patent this. You know, his deep chuckle when he laughs when he's pretty excited about something. That's pretty, <laughs> it's, patent
1: it and put it in a uh, stuffed animal. Oh, that
2: would be a hot seller. <laughs> yeah. It would be.
1: <laughs> Build the bear workshop. Just well, throw it in there. They got let's all get, other get away shit from in there. this. But uh, a Jr. mentioned the OLFP, which I wasn't sure what the heck that was. Do you know what the OLFP is an acronym for? Well, one longest ass putt or something yeah, like that. Yeah, one long fucking putt. One, one long yeah. fucking putt. So what is a one long fucking putt?
2: <laughs> well, we used to, we have a, a cup in which you actually witnessed when you were here the other day. I asked um, it about We have uh, it in the, yeah. in
1: the in the hallway. Right. Where people yeah. would putt down the
2: hall and we have a hole in the in the carpet. So guys <laughs> would uh, putt into
1: that all the Pretty time. Pretty amazing, yeah. And and yeah. it's like a it's like a two inch hole, right? Yeah and we all
2: use it uh, we haven't used it as much uh, during the COVID seasons but uh, we're you know at, even at the the men's night wind up uh, we'll putt to it and use it right Yeah. you know because right. um, we collect money all year for the wind and then we putt for money and we have a big wind up of food and prizes and everything else what
1: size so. is a standard size hole how big four inches four
2: inches yeah so about the size of your penis Mike. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. we're getting real here that's why Mike was down here last Friday. He was
1: here all night. I, I was about to burn him. That's what he I heard. He he your, friend, your friends he were me. talking yeah, about that really the other great. day. So I was just like, oh, well. Hey, what happens time, at
0: Heckless Days at Heckwell, yeah. right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure where to go from there.
2: <laughs> well, it is. It's a tough putt. Have you ever made it? I have made it, okay. yes. Uh, I've made it a couple times, and and other members have made it. So mm-hmm. it's it's makeable. But you got the guys when they're drinking and stuff, and there's like, oh, it's, it, fuck it. You can't be made. It's impossible. I'm like, well, we've seen people.
0: Was Bob it. Moyer one of those guys?
2: Oh, probably. Yeah. <laughs> For the, Bobby's
1: Bobby. a pretty positive guy. So, <laughs> yes, <yeah. laughs> For the record, Wikipedia said 4.25 inches. So oh, well. Give me a quarter inch <laughs> so here. So you're no a grower. Thing. Holy Christ, <laughs> I'm glad that it's gotten to this point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had about six more minutes (laughs) on that topic and I'm I'm just, I just just killed (laughs) it. Well,
0: I know before we we kind of move on, you were here for the club's 100th anniversary. Yes. So what was that like? Was there a lot of coordination with the board or like, was that a great experience for yourself actually getting to take a club through? A yeah, I mean, we had,
2: we had, had a hundredth, uh, uh, committee. Um, so we had anniversary committee, so everybody had, did their little jobs. I mean, Tim, uh, Grant was very instrumental mm-hmm. in that as well. And there was lots of people, I mean, I, I can't name them all, but I mean, there was lots of people that got involved and, mm-hmm. um, we're excited for the club. We had a, we had a really good year. We had that, uh, we had, I, I'm not sure if you were here, Jordan, but we did the, uh, I think we did the dollar green fee for the day. Right. Yeah. Um, um, for the hundredth anniversary, yep. I think we had yep. over 300 players, yeah. so uh, which was cool. Mm-hmm. So, uh, um, but it was yeah, it's it's nice to recognize uh, a club that's been around this long. I mean, there were like, as far as I know, the only other club uh, that's older is um, I I think it's St. Charles, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Now there's there's conflict because Southwood was relocated type yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. Not like from not, uh, it was relocated twice. Like it was, there's an, it was there before oh. where I grew up with the original Southwood. I thought there was, another, there was Southwood before that. Wow. So, um, but it's not recognized in some mm-hmm. places. Yeah. I don't know why. But uh, I don't recognize it here. No. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good for this club during, down the road, like for historic reasons, whether, you know, with the city lease that we have mm-hmm. and everything else, oh, you yeah. know, should give us ammunition so that the city will never take it. Yeah, it's like
1: a historic away. site. Right. So much yeah. history. And one day we'll have to get, dive deep into that. Like mm-hmm. it used to be an 18, hole course and then they there was plans for 20 well i think it was 27 at one time
0: right and then it just reduced because of the the wars and then we had stanley thompson um yeah i it, think kind of his design exactly his thoughts for it that were dug up in like the 30s or 40s or whatever right.
1: it we'll was to repost that yeah but which yeah they made a well. runway or whatever and took away nine holes or something
2: yeah, yeah and then the, well and then the airport of course i mean it, it, it's cool to see some like even back like you look at polo park there that mm-hmm. that used to be 18 holes golf Oh, but back in the day too. Like, hmm. I mean, those are things that you know that we just take like
1: we would never right. even think about that. Yeah. Anymore, no. right? Well, and but now nobody even uses planes. So who that needs yeah, an exactly. airport?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's build it back out there. <laughs> we got the plans. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Just build it.
1: Planes are dead. Sorry to our. Friends in the airline industry. Yeah, shout out to uh, WestJet and Air Canada. Appreciate your so. support. Well, what do you? Well, speaking of the course and being 100 years, and one of the the nicknames we've coined the course is the Royal Assiniboine. and I'm not sure <laughs> if you've heard this. I have. Heard it contrary times. to what Timmy G said, it it has nothing to do with the course being around for 100 years. You actually need a uh, a royal uh, title. From the monarchy uh, and invite them out to be an honorary member, or okay. a, or apply to, to for the title. So I've taken it mm. upon myself, and maybe I'll <laughs> write the Queen a uh, a nice letter, and uh, maybe we can get that coined, the Royalist Assiniboine for for real. If you're if you're interested, uh, mm-hmm.
2: well, if you can get that
1: done, I, I'd be very impressed.
2: I have uh, I got we'll relatives get out here for around. Yeah, I got yeah. relatives
1: in the. Can it be yeah.
2: like Prince William or somebody else? Yeah, certainly be, not. Prince Diesel Andrew, cotton.
1: he's not and very popular right now, but... Uh, yeah. But he might come. That's the... Uh, the you know, Oh, it, don't it. say that word in Prince Andrew in the same sentence. Anyways, but uh, yeah, the, you call it... Or the bone. Yeah, you, the
2: bone or the bone The yard. bone is more the common, bone. yeah. I've even had the bone put on... Um, some Titleist golf balls. Nice. Yeah, as our, like a... Cool. You know, a logo when you... Titleist in the spring always says buy three, get one free. Mm -hmm. Right. You can put your own insignia on it. So we do that.
1: I'll even say, I think that developed in... For me, it developed into the Boneyard. And Timmy G had never heard of that. But... What, many years ago, beyond hole four, par three there, it was kind of a dirt pile with some dead trees looking mm-hmm. pretty scary as a young person. Whether there was when you were growing Where up. Where, like, the nursery
0: yeah. is now. Yeah. Kind of within, well, there's a
1: mound all, of trees oh, right, there. Right, yeah, the, yeah before nir- the nursery. Right yeah. by the
2: nursery. But it, yeah. was, it, was, it was, uh, was more of it. Right. When, you're, yeah. when you guys were like, young.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And it, I called it the elephant graveyard. <laughs> yeah, it was like from the
2: Lion King. <laughs> from the Lion King. <laughs> yeah. So that
1: kind of developed into the Is that where yard? all the deer yeah. and the
2: homeless people lived back in the day? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. Like
0: there, there'd be times when you'd have to go out there and yeah, there would be homeless people on the course living right. out there. We had one time, which was hilarious, when Jackass came out, um, there was dudes behind the fourth with the air horn and the trees. There, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, and it yeah. blown it off. And then of course, some members were laughing hysterically. and the older guys were not no they they, they don't have the same yeah. sense of no but then we no. took we took that air horn and we used to blast it over the PA system when people that we knew were on the T nice. box just to, <laughs> just to throw them off a little bit. So we know they're swinging but just throw through the microphones. I'm sure everyone I, You the know what? Starting, I think tomorrow, tomorrow I'm going to get delay. an air horn for men's
2: night. I'm <laughs> yeah, going to go around it. every group and I'm going to uh, get in the air. That'd that'd be awesome. be, See what
1: happens? Yeah. <laughs> I try and give a good toot toot every time I drive by here. This is once a day. <laughs> yeah. Especially when
0: Timmy's on the T. Right. Timmy G's on there. Just burp, burp. Give him a little uh, what for you. All um, right, Mike, do you have some more questions?
1: Give me. I know you do. Give me, me two yeah, more. you got two more. Give me two more. Mm-hmm. Um, first one here. Have you ever played Glenn's Glenn Mills Golf Course in Pennsylvania? <laughs> I have not. I've never. Uh, had have you the heard play of here. it?
2: I have heard that there's a golf course. It's called got some Glenn good Mills, Google reviews. I think there might even be one in Europe as well.
1: Really? Yes. I, did, I didn't. Well, that one did not come up on no, my deep searches that. here, but <laughs> they have hosted U.S. amateur qualifiers and U.S. Open qualifiers, mm-hmm. and it's ranked 49th in Pennsylvania. So you'll have to. Do You to think
2: che- I'd be able to go play there for free? Yeah, you should.
1: Probably. Probably. If you had a
2: little card, yeah. maybe a PGA card. Is it spelled card? with one "n" or two "ns"?
1: I think it's two. It's only one. Is it one? That's
2: all. I only have
1: one. Yeah, right. It's good. So it's a Glen.
2: If it had two, I wouldn't go play it.
1: It's a Glen. Yeah, (laughs) not
2: a Glen. It's not a (laughs) Glen. Yeah, yeah. Um, I fought that my whole life. I I I don't understand why there's two ends. That is weird. That's
1: a hard. That's a hard life. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) it's amazing you made it this far. That'd be like
2: Smith (laughs) with two H's. Like why?
1: Or with a Y. Yeah. Ryan, yeah, Ryan Smith shout
0: out to Ryan Smith big support Jordan of the big pod Big two air yeah, yeah, yeah. uh,
1: uh, I have a stupid question unlike many of my other questions on this show uh, kind of a two part <laughs> question uh, at what point of a golf pro's career do you get your name embroidered on your bag <laughs> and is that something you order or does somebody give you a tour bag as a gift with your name on it
2: it gets uh, ordered from the company. Like, as soon as you're, like, I mean, I've had, I have 20 plus tour bags uh, oh, throughout the years, wow. the, you know. Um, now, if they don't have my name on them, they're way easier to sell when I'm done with them. Right. So <laughs> I, I've probably sold like five of them. Um, some guys have even bought it with my name and then they just yeah. get their, my name taken off. Right. Um, which is fine. Or, or add an N. All right. those. Yeah. <laughs> <Mills> out there. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's generally, um, if I'm with Titleist, you just or call the <laughs> rep. <laughs> yeah. cool. and, they, and they'll give you, they'll just put your name on it. Yeah. Usually put yeah. the flag or you can put your golf club name on so it. So you there. do, you, Work through, the,
0: through the rep then Through the rep. Okay. the rep
2: The yeah. rep will order it And bring it in So we can't so. go and do that Well that's what I was No you could my I my mean if you came to me And said I want Mike Smith On a tour bag <laughs> well, I is, could get it done Is that like faux pas Is that illegal
1: I'm not no, a full not patch illegal. I'm not a full patch Member of the PGA <laughs> I mean, of Canada You're going to pay for it though But I mean it's uh well, I That do. would cost you probably But if I'm on the course And I got my name on the bag And some other pro's like Whoa that guy's yeah. got his name On his bag Is that yeah. like a Next thing you know You're playing
0: the St. Charles Pro app
1: Right Well that could happen or like a motorcycle gang and they like cut it off with a knife or something. No, Anyways. we're not that, uh, we're not that worried about That's it. That's where my
2: thoughts went. Uh, i watched you get hit to a know. shot and go, uh, I'm not too worried about Mike.
1: Yeah. The only, the only other thing I wanted to talk about, there were 60 other things here on my, my, uh, laundry your, list. Your long <laughs> my list? list here. But, uh, what do you, what do you think of glow golf? And do you think glow golf <laughs> can ever be a thing at the Asinemone golf course? Cause Moon said, you got, did it once and it didn't work, and I just thought glow golf could be so much fun with the, the balls and mm-hmm. like I've the done pins and mm-hmm. yeah, and I've everything.
2: played it lots of times. I mean, it's uh, it 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 can be fun. I mean, it, it, it this year would probably be a not too bad just because there's not that many mosquitoes at yeah, night. Yeah, um, actually really good. There's you know, so that's a big deterrent, mm-hmm. honestly. Like uh, <laughs> when I've played in the past, like people, right. especially if you're bringing it's because I found it's more of a couples thing or it's a good fun thing to do but you know, if there's a ton of mosquitoes the women are out like
0: Yeah, yeah, it's tough to have sex on a golf course when mosquitoes are up. They
2: don't really like that. You know. Yeah, <laughs> mosquitoes in the JJ is not fun. So,
1: <laughs> which segues into my next question: <laughs> Have you ever had sex on a golf course? We won't well, get yes that. I have, but it's uh, you know. yeah, Haven't we all? Yes.
0: <laughs> We've <laughs> been talking about that question for like four months, and whether or not we were going to ask it.
2: And sure enough, it comes out. Sure so, enough, hey, well, we're it, happy. It, it, we're happy that yeah, it came you out. Wanted to, you wanted to. get I mean, it out there. I don't know. But <laughs> I think goal golf is fun, and I mm-hmm. I do like doing it. It's just uh, you know. It, there's a lot involved with getting like the glow sticks and making sure that they work properly. Oh, yeah. And then you
1: want to get yeah. uh, Those how golf balls place. aren't cheapy.
2: No, they're not. And people don't. And that's, then it comes back down to that. Oh, people yeah. don't want to pay the price. Right. Right. Yep. Oh, I, it's going to, I need four golf balls and we got to get the flags and stuff. Well, okay. Well, it's like 50 bucks
1: each. And they're like, wow, I'm not playing 50 bucks. Right. And they're like, well, fine. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not, not playing. Doing well, it yeah. Yeah. One, yeah. Last, one last one here before we get into it. Uh, you get how many you getting complaints from cars getting hit with golf balls on nests? Yeah. or <laughs> so you do, yeah,
2: yeah, because I've yeah, seen that that sharp happen. or sharp, yeah, sharp,
0: would be sharp. The one, I guess, yeah. right? Yeah, sharp I've gets hit, throwing a few down there, right. Yeah, oh, yeah. We,
1: it's
2: happened. <laughs> yeah. I think it's happened this year. It's happened. Do uh, so they
1: call the course or what happens in that situation? Yeah,
2: they'll mm-hmm. call the golf course. Golf course is not liable. It's the individual person.
1: Right. Unless oh. you have Golf right. Canada, which has uh, insurance for that. And they'll keep the your insurance handicap insurance is only covering the deductible. It doesn't cover oh. the
2: full expense. Oh, yikes. So, so watch out. So <laughs> that's <laughs> the, the thing to remember is
1: like, but and yeah. Same case for hitting, hitting houses on... On three and hitting houses on anything, sharp. it's
2: always the Planes, individual. a private
1: plane. Almost. We've had people, like, a couple years
2: ago, a lady <laughs> had her tough to uh, collarbone broken. She was hit what? by a golfer, Ooh. right? Whoa. Especially with that walkway there. No, it, well, oh. this in this particular instance, it was her fault. She was walking away. She dropped something. So she was walking. She'd hit her shot. Was walking. Oh. Stopped. Realized she dropped something. On the ran back to go get it. Oh, God damn. And people, you know, you've all done it. Like you're watching. You're waiting for people in the fairway, and they start walking towards mm-hmm. the hole. Now you can hit. Right? right. That's very normal. Very standard etiquette. And so then they hit, but they don't expect people to start walking back towards their ball. No. And yeah. That's what she did. Life. So, and I know that was that was actually a you know, that I was it. <laughs> Well, it was a tough thing to deal with because, you know, they're they're both parties and the insurance companies are contacting me and I'm like, I've got nothing to do with this. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But, Uh. you know, they they wanted the opinion
1: of what how this would have happened, right? right? Well, we don't get into the get into legal details of that, but the the first house <laughs> here after the curling club must get dinged a bunch, but...
2: Well, it's funny because that house is new. What is it? Yeah, yeah. Seven, yeah it's not that old. Six, yeah. seven years old. Free the, golf The balls. owner called me when he was building it. He says, oh, yeah. what can I do to protect Put some my... windows in. I said, well, because <laughs> I said, well, you got to get some boards for your windows. Like you, like, and he does. Well, uh, no, okay. okay. Yeah. Um, who he, he has had in the past but he definitely he, the owner definitely called me
1: on that yeah I well said, that's smart of him yes what about these clubhouse windows that we're looking out in right now <laughs> yes and earlier today I saw a fox run across the fairway and a deer yep uh, and a that was pretty amazing <laughs> no and it, it, I didn't <laughs> even interrupt you guys because you're mid story I was going to say look at that fox but are <laughs> well, these you could have <laughs> it's wind- not like
2: the first time you haven't interrupted this,
1: so. <laughs> <laughs> I like to keep my Interruptions to uh, to a minimum at least twenty times per episode. <laughs> yes,
2: well, it's funny because Ryan just went and uh, looked at that window over there. We have we're waiting for one to get fixed right now. Oh, it's wow. from a golf ball. I thought
1: they would Jeez. be like m- like bulletproof. Or- <laughs> <laughs> you guys is know this Batman movies are like bulletproof.
2: Like this is the Pentagon. We gotta make sure that uh, the bulletproof windows are up. Yeah. The Pentagon yeah.
1: came up in
0: last new, episode. New, too, yeah, right? it did. New new greens are bulletproof We've windows. we replaced
2: pick. the. Um, this window twice in the in the years that I've been here. Yeah. Um, and then um, this will be the second time on that okay. over oh. on there.
1: And for the listeners, the uh, the back of the Assiniboine golf course uh, clubhouse faces the ninth or 18th green. So if you over hit that green, you're going into those windows yeah. yeah if you, you got really overhitting like thirty or yard. forty yards. Yeah. But Well,
2: I'm I'm actually surprised that um, nobody's been concussed out sitting out in the patio before. Like I <laughs> I it's amazing to me. Like the windows have been hit, but nobody's actually been hit, hit they've been I think it's been hit, but not to any Okay well, that's serious good. level that's right yes, which is great
0: but I don't remember it, yeah, cuz like back in the day I mean maybe a couple times the windows would get hit but uh, now uh, I know the I know the putting green well you mentioned you've been on the putting green I've been on the putting I've green, the the putting putting green would happen a lot the well, putting green or like get some of the backyards the here
2: or The quality of golfer these days compared to, say, even 20 years ago, (laughs) like, you got more people now golfing that have barely golfed before. Like, I've never in the last two years since COVID had so many people showing up to golf that have never golfed before. Like, never. Mm. Like, you're showing up to golf? (laughs) Like yeah. driving range maybe or yeah. something, but like, this isn't bowling. You can't just show up and get a set of clubs and you're going to go throw it down the lane. Like, I mean, this is like, you know, and how frustrating is it if you guys are behind a group that you're watching somebody like whiff it like eight or 10 times in a row and you're going to follow that. Right. Like, yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty tough. Like it's that that's been our big challenge for educating people. We just say. have the bar cart follow us. Well, mm. if you're patient enough, like that's great. We, we do have a lot of patient people. Like, look at this. It's like 9.30 at night and some clown is calling the pro shop when it's dark outside. Like, it happens yeah, all the time. They want to play. Like, yeah. what do you want? You could, you, wanna, you just thought now I needed a tea time at 9.30 at night. I'm
1: actually calling from my phone yeah. right now asking for yeah. a tea time. Yeah, yeah it's Todd, his, um,
0: Todd Fanning. He's got a few things to yeah. say about uh, man your That has a few things to say to me. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll get into it then while uh, the the phone still rings here the back nine lightning round and it's driven by jamie wilkie and the new winnipeg dodge in the point west auto park they're different they always got a smile on their face you can check them out WinnipegDodge.com and just ask for jamie wilkie mm-hmm. is
1: there an dude. answering machine no i like are the cops calling us right now or what like who's <laughs> who's yeah, call- the alarms they just are going off
2: like 22 alarms times are going like- off
1: I don't know. What, uh, well, they stop. They're probably, you know what they were probably calling for? They're probably Jeep calling Wagoneer. Jeep Wagoneer. Jeep <laughs> Wagoneer. Yeah. They're like, is there a Jeep Wagoneer in that parking lot? And Maybe there's still a group out there. They're looking for the beverage cart. I don't know. Like, that's possible. It could <laughs> be. Yeah. <laughs> like that's
2: Mike just, last Friday. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, we there you go. See who
1: it is. <laughs> we know. It's got to oh. be somebody. Yeah. It's yeah. probably it's my uh, girlfriend um, trying to track me down because uh, I answer my <laughs> cell phone. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> but, uh, well, speaking of that, uh, have you ever got a hole in one? Uh, <laughs> yes, I have nine of them. Nine? nine? Yep. That's the record for the show. That so is the that's record. The, that's more than Sandy Curcida. Yeah. Well,
2: Sandy's <laughs> going to be bitter now. He yeah. If he gonna wasn't before, out. he's going to be, be texting be now. me going, bullshit. <laughs> okay, let's,
1: let's start with the first one. Like, how old were you and where was it? If you I was, I don't even know, 18,
2: 19. I was at Southwood. Um, in the club championship, I was like, oh, in the club championship, oh, I, I was like 12 over. I was terrible. I mean, and, and I think I, I <laughs> but made a hole hole in one. one on 13. Yeah. And then I oh. got another one at, I have how, two at Southwood and then I have one on the ninth hole there as well. How many here at <laughs> the Boneyard? Uh, two. Two. My, that's a funny story mm-hmm. because. My first year here, when I took over for Dale and I just got back from uh, Arizona, and I roll in, and I don't know the members, it's members opening. Mm-hmm. My very first shot. On, I started one oh, right. uh, yeah. and uh, I on that. the whole four I made a made a one Legendary Yeah wow. So it cost me like whatever $300 that day for drinks yeah. So <laughs> I never and I, I'll never to this day until I'm dead will understand the concept of I did something good and I have to pay for it uh, Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean I agree. It doesn't, make, it doesn't make a lot of sense Like I make sense for everybody to buy me drinks right. Like that makes right. a lot of sense right. But uh, Hey
0: no good deed goes unpunished So no, there you go Exactly
2: You screwed so, yourself
0: over nine times
2: Wow! Yeah.
0: So was that um, your latest one? Your latest one's been in the bone.
2: No, um, at, at uh, in Arizona. Oh, Okay. Um, it was in a skins game. Did you win that skin? I did. <laughs> I, <laughs> I hope did. so. Yes, I did. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. No, I've got. Uh, I, I. It's hard to try to actually go through all of them, but I. It's uh, you know, I've got, uh, I believe, a couple in Texas. So that's uh, that gets me to. Um, six and I think I have three in, in Arizona. So. Impressive. Did you
1: keep all the balls? Or? No. 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 <laughs> oh.
2: I have well, no idea. Uh, is. <laughs> I think I
1: might. I, the first one did get a plaque, but okay. I have no idea where it is. Yeah. <laughs> no. Speaking of golf balls, what would be your preferred golf ball brand or model? And uh, um, has it? I'm sure it's evolved over the years, as we kind of talked about earlier.
2: Yeah, uh, it's always been like, well, not hasn't always been, but it's all I pretty much always Titleist. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've played some. Uh, Cowley, when I was Calloway staff, and I played some TaylorMade uh balls before, but it's generally the go-to is titleist. I mean, and funny that today I played, uh, as I said, I played with two Hall of Famers today. So, uh, Rob McMillan gave me um a sleeve of the new uh tour ball, today. Oh. and it's like Ooh. a dot that has a, it because and I'm like, where's my readers because I can't even see this fucking dot. It's like, <laughs> uh, but it's a it's a new it's just a signature, a tour signature. That's oh. like a little dot before the pro B one Oh, like, on, like you, know you know what, you know, I have the pro B one on the yeah. side of the ball. Yeah. Um, it's like a dot pro B one left dot pro B one Is what they call oh. it. Oh, there's a little Fancy. black dot. It's before? just a little black dot that right before the P. Oh. Um, so yeah, play with it today. So cool. that was good. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, I don't know. I mean, they're, they're the so good. Us up. Yeah.
0: That's what we know. Robbie Mac's going to hook us up. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs>
2: get him on the podcast, <laughs> you know, <laughs> get him, maybe, uh, maybe he can do it for you.
0: Spears, he said he would, uh, he would hook us up,
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, uh Adam, Adam,
0: yeah, yeah. He said Robbie Mack would hook us up.
2: I got lots of <laughs> good Adam Spears stories.
0: <laughs> we'll have to wow. get you both on, yeah, with Robbie Mack. We'll do a round table, big
2: round table. You're
1: <laughs> at the bone, you're at the bone. Yeah, that'd well, be something.
2: <laughs> I, I, I don't, he probably won't care, but this is like, I'll give you just one quick funny story. With Spears, he was in phoenix um playing all winter and i was down there too and he uh he was living with a um a lady that was a member at saint charles and anyway he drove her to the airport mm-hmm. with uh, her mercedes or whatever and she dropped him like she got to the airport he dropped her off and then she he drove away right well she kept the key of the car <laughs> so she goes into the airport he's driving well it can only go so long and then the car oh, dies wow. so he gets stuck in the middle of this intersection so he's calling me so I have to drive out in the middle of Chandler somewhere and then the cops are like uh, is this your car and I'm like so he's like waiting I had to get because I had to go to her house I had to actually no word of a lie climb through some window to oh go God. find the key the spare key. Get back and get there before the cops took him. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Jeez. Yeah, oh. it was. It but was. You pretty, did it. Yeah, I got there in time because he was like, I like, look, I'm ten minutes away. <laughs> like, fuck, well, it, it was unbelievable.
1: Uh, Speaking about uh, Grand Theft Auto, what is your favorite course at Manitoba? <laughs>
2: Uh <laughs> I, I, I mean, there's lots, but I mean, I, I if I had to choose one, it'd probably be Falcon, but mm, Heckla's mm-hmm. right up there too. I like nice. both of those nice. golf those courses. Good. Both good tracks,
1: both great mentions uh, mm-hmm. on the pod here. And then, I uh, know you've we've, you've obviously spent a lot of time in Arizona, as you mentioned. What's your favorite course in in Arizona?
2: Uh, it would probably be uh, Mesa Country Club. Mesa. So.
1: Yeah, is that public? No, oh. no, oh,
2: no, I've played some, okay. o- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and I've played some courses that are considered like way nicer. Mm-hmm. Like it's, uh, but it's just, uh, it's a traditional golf course in the desert. Okay. So it's tree-lined. Um, oh, it's interesting. Much, okay. Not much desert at all. Weird. Weird. Um, so, yeah, it's like tr- they, there's a few palm trees, but it's more mm-hmm. traditional trees. And Keep um, the it's kind of zone. in a valley. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, rattlesnakes. There's lots of rattlesnakes. <laughs> all right. Well, you got a, <laughs> do you have a bucket list course in Manitoba that you've never played, but you'd love to play?
2: Um. Probably, you know, I've heard good things about uh, Nipawa. I've never played it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Granite Hills, I've never gone out yet. Interesting. I've had lots of chances. I just never never have. Probably those two are the two that I haven't played. And I know there's lots of little gems out there. Like I've heard like Carberry is supposed to be pretty nice or like these little places. I'd Mm -hmm. love to just take a year off and, you know, just go play all the different rural courses. There's... There's
1: a plethora of the yeah, there's yeah. Hundreds of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there are. Uh, yeah. yeah. yeah so there. Cool. I
2: think that'd be a cool thing to do. Is it, I'd love to be able to get like, you know, a foursome of guys and say our commitment this summer is to just mm-hmm. go play all over the place. Do the Millsy Tour. Yeah. yeah. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. But maybe when uh, there's three other golf pros and we're all retired, uh, you know, and we all <laughs> hit it about 220. <laughs> and uh, we'll go go whacking around. <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> we'll all yell at each other because we can't hear a damn thing. They're saying. Yeah, each other. Yeah. So oh, those are I, all plans. I look plans. forward to that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mm-hmm. hope I live that long to do it. I hope I'm a pro by that point. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Well, you time I'm, I'm going to get me. you the bag, so you're halfway there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: get me the bag, and we'll do the playing lesson, yeah. and then uh, Done. Yeah. I'll be at the... Uh, 82 or whatever I need to, to get my <laughs> Well, Whenever you get to 81, your, you
2: just walk in. Yeah, and so you're done.
1: Sign, sign it up. It. There you, you can, go. You can co-sign for me and <laughs> we'll be good. So what would be the most memorable course that you've ever played? Now, obviously you said, you mentioned you've been all over the U S and, <sighs> Canada.
2: Um, there, uh, there's a lot. I mean, or really there Give is us a lot. Top
1: tray. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: Right. Not many people know Even know about this course It's, um, it's called Spring Hill In Minneapolis It's ultra ultra private um, Michael Jordan tried to get in there And they're like no you can oh, really yeah.
0: Wow. so I knew um now was that Michael Jordan or Michael B. Jordan no
2: the real Michael <laughs> okay. Jordan the real the one that just had a Netflix series oh yeah <laughs> <I> <laughs> Although know may, Michael B. Jordan maybe have had <laughs> he Netflix might, he too have now. so yeah, I might not true. have narrowed it down <laughs> yeah. this guy played basketball okay <laughs> about that? oh that really basketball like that guy. Okay. yeah alright yeah and he and he doesn't like Isaiah Thomas. So right. that's that, that's we know that who Michael that is Jordan. now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it was it, it was um, just I remember there was uh, twelve of us. I knew one of the members. He was a uh, he was actually. Yeah. This guy, he just unfortunately died recently, but uh, he owns all the signs, newmans it's called Newman uh, signs under the, uh, when you go to Fargo oh, yeah. in North yeah, Dakota. Yeah. Like all the outdoor right, the billboards. Newman, yeah, stuff. yeah. His, his, he's the one owned it. His, dad and his company built uh, like the where they play the baseball the fargo uh Whoa. like in the fargo independent dome. league where the gold guys yeah like yeah, that's that, a beautiful in ballpark. Fargo, though it's yeah it's yeah. gorgeous i you know he i watched a couple games in their box there but he, he always he showed me a letter one time where he says you are being considered for membership at augusta Whoa. Yeah he never got in but he was being considered considered wow. yeah. Considered, but anyway so he was a member mm-hmm. at the spring hill in mm-hmm. minneapolis so we drove down and uh I can't remember if Dean North was uh, playing with us at that time or not, but we went down to this club and it was like, we're playing this big money game. And, uh, and I go at the time I was, I didn't have like the money that they were playing for. Right. (laughs) Like we're talking, Mm -hmm thousands. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I said to Russ, I go, I, I don't have the money to, to like, I don't like to play when I don't, like, I can't right. pay. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And he goes, don't worry about the money. Just go play. All right? So go play. I don't remember what I shot or whatever, but like we all had caddies with the white jumpsuits and wow, we nice. we had to walk and we played at the end of the day. So we're in the locker room after and everybody. and, and I, like, I have no idea how we did because they were doing <laughs> the teams and they did all the money at the end. And so then he, uh, I go. So did we win? Did we lose? He goes. Here you go. <laughs> he must have put like fifteen hundred down Jeez. in front of me. I'm like perfect. And because I was playing <laughs> the North Dakota Open that week, uh, that's, and so nice. we had gone before. So it was oh, uh, that paid for the week. Yeah, I well, I guess but I so. uh, Yeah, Try that was it. Was quite. It was quite a. It was one of those golf courses. The only other golf course I'll tell you about that I know is uh, we played at uh, the PGA Championship. Uh, or five years ago, it's called Magna wow. Cars in. Uh, it's just outside of Toronto area, somewhere in the. Okay. Tr- I can't remember where it is, but that they call it the Augusta of Canada. I mean, it's right. unbelievably manicured. It's like 250 grand for a membership. Wow. They only take 200 members, and then they have like 100 and, 113 um, uh, maintenance crew members. Whoa! Oh, so they Jeez. yeah. So there's, there's like one per member. Well, (laughs) pretty much. That's crazy. There's like, so each there's like, I think, I can't remember. Well, if you do the math, you can figure it out, but it's like 10 or 11. I can't remember what it was. There's like eight to 10 crew for each hole. So they have a designated hole and that's their hole to make perfect for each day. Oh, wow yeah so it was awesome like I mean when we went there I mean it's just uh, I remember having uh, a buddy that's a member at St. Charles and he goes he said we sat in the in the clubhouse and then we sat out in the patio and he goes now this is a private club
0: <laughs> like,
2: he's a member at St. Charles everybody yeah. th- considers St. Charles as you know mm-hmm. ultra private club I mean so this is nothing compared to right. to that course they got
1: unicorns on their driving range <laughs>
2: yeah yeah
1: yeah, yeah. They, they, they they don't just do shoe shines <laughs> <Wow>. Sweet. yeah <laughs> well you talked that that PGA Championship of Canada mm-hmm. And you mentioned mm-hmm. Dean North there And one of the The only thing that came up On the internet Was uh, The uh, 2015 Nike Golf PGA Championship In St. George's Bermuda Where you played Mid-Ocean uh, Club Oh yeah Mid-Ocean I should have listed Club. that one Yeah I should have it's listed The that. Mid-Ocean <laughs> Club Ooh and it was the, uh, yeah, that was that. And it sounded like they fed you well. It said steaks and lobster on the beach. <laughs> and uh, Wow. That's the best trip of my life, Mike. I'll say that.
2: Like, that was, wow. uh, it was
1: phenomenal. Deep. Sorry, that was, a, that was the only deep dive I
2: did. But. Yeah. Well, no, that was, it was an amazing trip that we had uh, in Bermuda. Like, I mean, I remember looking up, like, I'm, most, I'm assuming most people, but well, I, I found that I, when I tell people about Bermuda, they always get it confused with Bahamas. Right. Like, always. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so Bermuda's when I look, in the I remember, of yeah, it's, I remember looking on my iPad and I mean, you go Google it and then I'm looking, and I'm like, it's yeah. blue. And I'm like, well, where the fuck is it? So right. I'm opening it and yeah. I'm opening it. And I'm like, holy Christ, it's like little speck in the middle of the ocean. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's um, parallel with New York. Oh. Um, so it's more eastern, northeast right. is what it is. It's in the it, absolutely middle of nowhere. But I could tell eons of stories about that place. But I remember the biggest thing, they, they treated us like gold there. And they've had tour events there. And it's um, But I remember, thankfully, I went to New York before and then flew from New York. Mm. So I wasn't flying with all the guys. A lot of the guys flew from Toronto to, um, to Bermuda. to mm, Direct direct from there, mm-hmm. that's what yeah. it is but what they don't tell you is that when you're flying over the ocean they don't have um, uh, a bag, like they, there's only a certain amount of weight the plane can have mm. so they couldn't put all the clubs on there oh. so all these players show up at the tournament and they got no fucking bags <laughs> yeah. so what Nike did they spent like $50,000 and they rented a private plane to get all the guys' bags flew, flew to that island Yep. But you're right. We, yeah. the, we were we were on the beach with steaks and lobsters, and it was phenomenal. It says airline lost your clubs. That's what it says here. This was a good article. Yeah, but I didn't. Yeah, but I didn't. I was I was thankfully had mine. Like, and the first I wanted to, the host hotel at the pl- it, There is like 200 bucks a night, and I'm like I don't. I mean I saw so I, there was eight of us. Like Dean and, and I took my girlfriend. Dean took his wife, and, and then I had uh, Andrew Steve was going with his partner mm. from Manitoba. So I said, I'm going to look up at a house. So we found, I found like about, a, it was, like, I think about a 7,000 square foot house right on the ocean. And it cost us eight grand for the week. Wow. But well Worth it, right? I mean, yeah. it's for the, so we all threw in a thousand bucks. Yeah, might as well, it it hotel. was less than the hotel, yeah. but we had you know, and the booze that was left over because everybody goes there, they they drink, and then they leave whatever's left there. So, <laughs> right. we had bought a bunch of booze, and then we show up, and there's a shitload of booze here already. So, we're like, perfect, yeah, yeah the girls right. had a great time, <laughs> yeah. Like, we go golfing, we come home, and they're all smashed by the pool, like, <laughs> 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 it's like four o'clock. <laughs> it's just like, nice, <laughs> let's go there, yeah. Now, it, well, uh, if I would recommend. To anybody listening on this podcast, remember, go to Bermuda. It's yeah. a phenomenal certainly place. Certainly,
1: put it on my bucket list. Yeah, put yeah it on there. that is definitely going to be on your bucket so list. So, what would be what, what is a bucket list course uh, for you? Um, I, I I mean, I would love
2: to play Augusta, Georgia. Right. Mm-hmm. That, that's that's that stands out for me. Pine Valley probably is another one that I'd love to play. Right. Um, you know, I've been to Pinehurst, but I never played it. But you know, I played Tory Pines, but where it's not like those to me are mm-hmm. Pine, Pine Valley is more traditional. Like I like traditional type of golf courses, right? right. That, and those are tough to get onto, right? So for sure, Very yeah. So that would
1: be even some of them that I'd love maybe to maybe easier even than uh, Spring Hill. Right. But it's funny <laughs> when I lived in LA, yeah, I went to
2: play a couple private, like ultra private yep. courses and I just called them and said,
1: I'm a professional from Canada, a PJ oh, yeah? professional.
2: And I was by myself.
1: No problem. And you just yeah. had a laminated card. Yeah, yeah. So that, so we, so
0: we could call down there is what you're saying. Say, Hey, I'm a professional. Now with from the planning, internet, now, and not, Yeah. Bag. The
2: internet now is a little <laughs> different, but back then. Yeah. And it was, guys would go, well, how the hell did you get on there? And I'm like, I just called. Then, but when you're by yourself, they're way more inclined. to right. Like I went out there All and right. they let yeah. me, there was, like ultra private club again, mm-hmm. but I was by myself and they'd let, they, you're not playing with anybody. You oh. just go out, play by yourself. Mm-hmm. No problem. So we lines.
1: don't even, we don't even have to play to what we're saying. You right. Know, like yeah. we're pro, but um, we'll figure that one out. the so next one here. What would be, what's your career low round? Whether it's in a tournament or not. Yeah. I
0: think you yeah, can anyway. preface it with that.
1: Sorry.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, there's skins games where I've played, where I've shot, uh, you know, 58 or 59, but I'm not on, like par seventy courses and stuff like that. Mm. Still can. Yeah, so, so yeah, Where, 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 uh.
1: where? well,
2: they're just I, I t- like spring Springfield in in uh, in well, I think it's in Chandler, Chandler, or Gilbert, Arizona, and stuff right. like that. But right. uh, you know, okay,
1: I there's lots of them. But, I mean, now so what, what, what's in your head? What's your okay? I've shot this.
2: My I think one of my Best rounds Was like probably Like when I played At uh, Pecan Valley There when I said They had the 68 PGA mm-hmm. Championship I shot 66 there wow. To me that was One of my Yeah that's huge Like on a, That was like A championship Golf mm-hmm. course
1: Right That right. to me is um, One of the best rounds I've and you can been hang. Right Well and right? speaking mm-hmm. Of championship golf course What would be your Low round at The Boneyard here Uh,
2: 60. (laughs)
1: 60? I've shot 29 on the front a couple, like on the the nine Mm -hmm. before. Yeah. That was pretty darn good.
0: Snippin' Wilkie.
1: And then it came up in (laughs) in previous episodes. Is it true that you play with a double-sided putter and you'll hit – left or right depending on the break of the putt i have
2: <laughs> you have but not I, something I, you do regularly not regularly oh, okay. but i have done it Impressive. for sure yeah and you play with that? like when i grew up putting on those sand greens uh-huh. i putted left-handed oh so but as i got um further into my career and more tournaments under pressure mm-hmm. i started to um get a little bit left-handed so i Change to right, right. So, but I can do it back and forth. Like I've the Carmen scrambles a big tournament, mm-hmm. um, and I've putted lights out left handed and right handed <laughs> there. Like one tournament, I putted and I made you, everything left handed. Can you shoot left handed? Like play? I can like hit a driver and hit irons. Oh yeah, and yeah, but I'm not gonna like I no. If I worked at it for a week, I'd definitely break 90 easy. Um, But, I mean, it's... uh, So we're going to have a (laughs) left-handed
1: game. we a money game. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Straight up. He's playing uh, goofy-handed. We'll play for tour bags. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. I like it. I like it. I'll have to get one made. Um, So our our flagship question in the back nine lightning round. Hopefully you're prepared for this. This one digs deep. Oh, boy. uh, What is your favorite condiment? Mustard. Mustard? Like a Dijon, spicy mustard? Dijon or spicy, like, yeah. Just any Mm. mustard.
2: Well, or what's the,
1: I'm trying to think of. See, mustard's coming up quite a bit, and I'm surprised. Mustard's pretty darn good. I love every mustard. I love Dijon. I love the. Uh,
2: I mean, I love like ketchup. I'm good, but I bread. mean, if I had to choose between on a like a hot dog or something, I, you know, if I got to choose, mustard. it's going to be
1: mustard. You're stranded you're on a desert island. <laughs> desert, desert Des- island, <laughs> not a desert
2: island. Anyway, well, then that's it what I'm in. So if I'm stuck with just rice and that's all I have, then I would probably go with ketchup. It's got rice, more sweetness to it.
1: Mustard, I like. Yeah, Mustard's a good one. Yeah. Never thought of that, but yeah, I like mustard. I've never had rice and ketchup, but I'd probably prefer mustard. Well, you mm-hmm. weren't poor when you're growing up then. <laughs> Rice and ketchup—that's like a delicacy, <laughs> you know. Or you're
2: a tour player when you have no money. You know what you pay, what you get at the store when you have no money: a can of tuna and craft dinner. That's what mm. you eat.
0: Mm. Sprinkle a little ketchup on there, maybe a bit of mustard. I can't tell you how many times
2: when I was like on the road and had no money. That's mm-hmm. what you ate, because <laughs> you could buy craft you know, four for a buck for craft right. dinner, mm-hmm. and tuna was four for a buck. So nice. fifty cents was your meal, and it had protein and little pasta. Yeah, I nice still
0: eat that now. Yeah, that's the Glenn Mills diet for any of you uh, wondering. That's how it broke, gets to be so that's good when you are broke. Not when you're yeah.
2: And <laughs> <laughs> you got the beach. <laughs> yeah steak and lobster on the beach. That's the you know. That's way more fun. a contract, Yeah, yeah okay. sounds it's like it. Way more more good. tasty.
0: Yeah. Well, that's it. That's the back nine lightning round. is driven by Jamie Wilkie and the new Winnipeg Dodge in the Point West Auto Park. Check them out, Winnipeg They're different. And that's it. That's the show. Yeah, it was was a good one. Great, thanks, Jen. So many
1: great stories, and it was it was great to hear them. And I bet we got enough for a part two. Yeah,
0: we we think we got some more questions, but uh, we'll wrap this one up. And another shout out to the Nick and Nikki group of DQs. Shout out to Northgate. DQ Polo Park in the Food Court, DQ Niverville, and DQ St. Adams Road. You can follow them on Instagram at DQ Manitoba. And again, Jamie Wilkie and those beautiful fine folks at the new Winnipeg Dodge, winnipegdodge.com. All right. Bye-bye. Good night. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.
3: And you can count on me waiting for you in the parking lot.
0: You're late for your tea time, as per usual. It's twelve-twelve, but you wouldn't know. The clock in your piece-of-shit ride just blinks eights at you. It's embarrassing. You find the parking stall the farthest away from the clubhouse. It can't be seen in your shitbox. You know you're gonna play awful because you feel awful. Your car doesn't match that swagger buried deep down inside. That golfing champion waiting to be unleashed. Ding. Your bumper hits the concrete as you accidentally sit on it while putting on your golf shoes. You smile, because tomorrow you're going to see Jamie Wilkie at the new Winnipeg Dodge in the Point West Auto Park. The front doors will open like the azalea line gates at Augusta. You'll ask for the best-looking guy there. You'll find the former amateur champ, Jamie Wilkie, staring back at you. You hand over your money. Your new ride glistens as it pulls out of the dealership. Then Jamie approaches and whispers in your ear, Son, next week, I'm taking you golfing at Breezy Bend. I'll show you a thing or two. You smile again, as now your golf game will look and feel as good as your new ride. Improve your ride and your drive with Jamie Wilkie at the new Winnipeg Dodge in the Point West Auto Park. winnipegdodge.com
1: JR, we have a lot of fun on this podcast, but I want to take a second to talk about something that has affected me personally. Every year, millions of Canadians suffer from brain freeze. It can happen to anyone. It's a hot summer day. You're aggressively enjoying a DQ cool treat a blizzard, a dilly bar, or a variety of personalized ice cream cakes, and whammo, brain freeze. It hits you like a triple bogey. The good news is you can enjoy these delicious treats in a moderately sized bite. So get over to any Nick and Nicky's group of DQs and enjoy some DQ treats safely. DQ Northgate on McPhillips, DQ Park in, in the food court, DQ Niverville, and DQ St. Anne's Road. Go see them today for Tasty Treats.